Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast. And what do you know, it's been a big week in gaming. I'm Mitsugot for episode 51 on Sunday, the 4th of July, 2021. Happy Independence Day. As always, I'm joined by the official P3 nominated and approved Xbox Hall of Famer and number one challenger to the mantle of the greatest Xbox RPG player in the world, Swinney. Hello. And the game-loving, grind-hating, pretend-to-quick-coffee-drinking, continue-to-drink-coffee, gamer-anti-gamer, and certainly interrupter-in-chief, Mike. Hello. I didn't realise that Independence Day was released on the 4th of July. <laughs> you idiot. Was this the original or the remake? In this week's show, we'll be discussing mm. Sony's studio shopping spree and what these acquisitions tell us about their future. Swinney's first impressions of the gothic Metroidvania, Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Nights... You're living up to your interrupter in chief title. And we choose the nominees for Game of Some Other Year, Go Soy 1995. A little little bit of a social plug for us, Mike, at the start. Do uh, you know what the easiest thing to do in the world is? Your mum. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is what we've got to. <laughs> well, I'm not going to continue with the, with the line that's in the run team. <laughs> That's right. So what is easy, not doing that, is to follow us, subscribe, ring that bell, choke that chicken on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and I always Twitch. I choke the chicken while thinking of your mom. All you need to do is search for Big Wig Pod, that's B-I-G-W-I-G-P-O-D. And also, if you, you type that little Big Wig Pod at gmail.com, you can send us an email. How easy is that, Mike? Pretty easy, pretty easy, just as easy, just like your mum. Mike, Mike, you're hmm. really, you're really like poking him now. You know he's on lack of sleep right now. Yeah, that's right. I've had like three hours sleep. You know, you know who sleep. else I poke? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I like how he's delaying the start of the recording and then he's acting like this. Uh, Swinney, Swinney, hype. Yeah, so we had our Kazuya Smash presentation reaction uh, this week on that went live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and you can check out the uh, yeah the reaction on YouTube, the recording of it on our channel. I watched it live. I wasn't part of it, but I watched it. Yeah. Yes, Mike joined the chat, which was interesting. Uh, I didn't get to see it until after the recording, so I saw Mike just like you know just. I guess his history of his chat, but we also have uh, a lot of love in the community for um, our Greedfall coverage, mm. which is great. Um, it's great to see these, you know, small RPG developers, uh, you know, getting some good, uh, good uh, traction out there. So keep fighting the good fight, everyone. And a quick correction around that as well, that I mentioned that Spiders was an independent developer. They were actually acquired by Nacon in 2019. I mean, you know, with the whole independent title, like, how about if a publisher's small? Are they still independent? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not sure with that, but Nacon's not small. No, so. no fair point. Fair yeah. point. Yeah. Fair point. So what's what's your week in gaming been like, Swinney? So this week I've been playing, uh, as you alluded to in the intro, a new game called Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Night. So I'll talk about that a bit later on. Um, so, yeah, as Mike also kind of reacted to, I think he's going to be very interested to hear what this game mm. is like. Also been playing a bit of Smash. Mm, we have. Finally back to Smash. Um, a bunch of us have been playing a few nights um, and obviously also trying out Kazuya Mishima, the new fighter edition. So we'll have our uh, segment a bit later on, uh, you know, the presentation that Sakurai um, held and also some, I guess, initial hands-on thoughts about the character. 
Also, just yesterday started uh, the new DLC for Greedfall, the Divesp Conspiracy, and tried it out with the Series X upgrade that uh, you get free as part of, if you are a previous owner of PS4 or Xbox One, if you have Greedfall on Game Pass, but unfortunately not if you have Greedfall from PlayStation Plus um, a couple months ago. So a bit confusing around that stuff. And I also picked up the Gold Edition because it comes with some special extras. And the last thing is I'm still waiting, still checking the Gearbox support forums every day to see when they're going to patch and fix Borderlands 3's massive stuttering issue that it it sucks. Like when you're 15 to 20 hours into a game and you're really loving it and then that issue gets introduced, you're just like, oh, man, it just... It's blue balls, you know. It's 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 <laughs> borderlands, uh, yeah. So I felt, I felt like you're trying to look for a pun or something. I'm, I'm blue, borderlands. blue borderlands isn't that bad. Borderland balls or something. <laughs> Is it but affecting yeah, that, the PC version? I haven't heard it affecting PC. I know that there's also been a whole bunch of each, other issues, like not people people not being able to fast travel and stuff that seems to be affecting some people across oh. PlayStation uh, Four as well. So it just seems like this uh, this update that they did that added the cross-play and new stuff. They needed more time in the oven, clearly. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's been my week. How about you, Mike? I finished Metro Exodus. Oh, yes. Got the good ending. Not that it means much, but it, it, it was good. It was a really good experience. I can kind of see at the end of it why it went down in price so quickly. <laughs> those games usually do i mean last light was you know three dollars i think we talked about last week yeah that's switch. Right. yeah people had like uh, one minute to buy it but that's not just yeah exactly uh that's not to say they're not great games i really really enjoyed metro exodus i loved the feel of it i loved how they opened it up compared to the the originals um it cool weapon choices the, the one thing without spoiling anything is you had the typical and this might be spoiling something for Half-Life if someone hasn't played Half-Life yet. You get to a certain point in the game where you lose all your your weapons. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about developers doing that in, in these kind of games. Because you never there's, there's all these weapons where you save them for later because you're yeah. like, well, I better conserve the ammo just in case I need it later. And then you end up not using them at all, like the Magnum in Half-Life. I don't think I ever used the Magnum in Half-Life. Uh, so I, I, I finished that, enjoyed it thoroughly. And then I played a little bit of a game that Swinney covered in a previous episode called Donut County, which is really cool. Nice, nice. I do. I'm really thoroughly enjoying it. Good dialogue, funny humor, and of course the gameplay is really, really cool. Although my (laughs) girlfriend's like, what the hell is this? Is this this that duck game? So now now do you understand why I call that like the most one of the most obvious entries in the asshole animal genre? Yeah, it is. And it's funny because it's got the same aesthetic as the Untitled Goose game, which is really cool. So yeah, really, really enjoying it so far. I haven't finished it. It's it's a very chill kind of game, pretty easy to get through, uh, quite fun. And uh, I think that's kind of, that, that's mostly it actually for my week. I played Smash with you guys for a tiny, tiny bit. But other than that, that was my week in gaming. Nice. You and nice. God, what'd you get up to? I, I finally, this arrived the hoary oh, nice very nice this okay like Good. we've Good covered this on the show and Good i'm like ah, maybe i'll get it oh, I don't can know. you explain what it is first okay for okay the, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. audio yeah. listeners yeah for the, for the audio <laughs> i've turned into mike oh, i've turned into mike <laughs> where i don't say things i'm not mindful of that yeah the hoary oh, people who attack me in the comments is it a hoary or hoary 
It's Hori. 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 The Hori yeah. split pad I just Pro. I that up. I don't know what it so is. So essentially it's like... It's not it's, cool. The, easy, the easiest way to describe Body. it is... The easiest way to describe it, it is to just cut a Pro controller in half and then use those ends as a Joy-Con. No rumble, no motion, no fuss. It does actually have these back buttons... That no, I've yes. never heard anyone talk about them. I've used them. Yeah, I've used them in in Dark Souls it's because you can remap them to the run button, for yeah, example. Correct. And you know how you can't run and use the camera at the same time yeah. because the run button's B or something, and the the camera's the right stick. Yeah, with that, voila, problem solved. It's yeah. really useful. Yeah, you man. can't use them at the same time. You got to use the you got to use the claw. Like, like, no, you got to use your claw finger grip. as a claw. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have to say, it's a total game changer. Like, I know that I've been late to the party, even though we've covered it many times. It's so good. It's incredible. I was playing Smash handheld on it, and I normally hate playing it, and I'm very ineffective. Um, But I was just somewhat effective. It's amazing, the step up. It's really good, yeah. It's really, really cool. And you don't really miss the rumble that much. Well, I turn it off in a lot of games that I play yeah, in so handheld really... anyway. And the actual ultimate test for me was I booted up Rocket League because I was thinking, okay, this is probably the game I'm most proficient in. And the step up compared to playing on Joy-Cons, it's just, it's night and day. Yeah. Oh, it's night it and day. It feels so much more comfortable too. It's, it, not even just that it's comfortable, it's that, you know, like you have a D-pad, you know. So I've also mm. been playing uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze because we're covering, covering that in a couple of weeks. I think it's like... Is it next week or the week July after? 14, Just checking. Uh, next week. So next week's show, we'll be actually covering Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze as part of the 40th anniversary for Donkey Kong. Um, yeah, so like playing that on the D-pad is incredible. It, it's just awesome. Like I highly recommend if someone can get it. Like if you can get it for 60, 70 bucks, it's well, well worth it. It's actually, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to buy a case for it so that I can keep it like on and put a case around it. Um, Smash as well. I also booted up Monster Hunter Stories 2, the demo. Uh, like, it certainly hasn't converted me into someone who's going to buy the game. It's a little bit choppy. It just feels very, like, double A or A. I don't know how to describe it. Turn-based uh, RPG based on the Monster Hunter series. The graphics are kind of weird. Like, at times it looks really incredible for the Switch, and then other times it looks a bit like uh, like a Pokemon game where it's just very unfinished and just, I don't know, like l- low effort. Um, and, yeah, the game is incredibly choppy and it's very noticeable and then also just kind of very distracting and a bit frustrating. Um, but, yeah, like it's funny just going back to a lot of games like Smash and, and Rocket League, you know, games that I feel like I could just play all the time and play nothing else, so... I have to put them down or else I'll just get carried away. Like even with Smash, I've been playing that with Swinny a bit and I feel like, oh my God, I'm going to get swept away if I keep playing this all the time. Dude, get swept away. I want to play this game every night, damn it. I know, I know. But like, I, I just got to get better at playing like five games and then that's it, like move on because I don't have that much free time. Um, before we get into the news, uh, we do have uh, sad news to, uh, I guess, bring up or report on. Um, you know, someone that, someone that we have covered a few times in the past, actually, um, Nia, so uh, formerly known as Bu, uh, of, of you know their sudden passing uh, this week. Um, you know, none, none of us have ever reached out to Nia, uh, and you know, gotten to know them. But like, especially for me, and I'll, I'll let you guys talk in a second. You know, just being a huge Super Nintendo fan—that's my favorite console of all time. Just the incredible contribution that Nia made to the community. Like for me personally, I think. 
there's actually probably no one from like the, you know, the scene and the community around the Super Nintendo that has contributed more than Nia. Um, you know, number one with the Beastness emulator, you know, and, and the strive for cycle accurate uh, emulation made a huge difference. And then also their efforts of going through every single uh, actual Super Nintendo game, scanning, dumping, you know, making sure that everything's accurate and, and correct. Um, just incredible contribution. Like, you know, multiple, multiple people and multiple lifetime contribution. Um, and it, yeah, it's just extremely sad news. Uh, Swinney. Yeah, this is, this was a shock. Um, mm. And I know like, I was introduced to Nia through, you know, our discussions on the show. And, and so, as you said, their contribution, amazing contribution to the, the emulation scene. And, you know, we'll get to when we talk about our game of summer in 1995, like those, that year of gaming is so special to myself. And um, obviously they held a deep love for that. Um, and mm. specifically their, their work, uh, you know, you could call it their lifetime's work on uh, Bahamut Lagoon as well, the translation mm. project that was essentially 25 years of work, um, you know, stop, start, but basically they got there. Um, and I'm so happy that, that they were able to achieve that milestone, um, you know, before obviously their, their sad passing. So, yeah. Yeah. I was actually really like, uh, yeah, really shook up about it on Monday. I was just like, wow, oh, just couldn't believe it happened. Uh, Mike, if you are struggling with mental health, where, where, where can you reach out to? So, and I have been struggling with mental health in the past and Australia, um, lifeline on one, three, 11, 14, if you're in the UK, a Samaritans on 116123. And if you're in the USA, uh, you can reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline on 1 800 273 And we'll put a link in the description for the worldwide um, link as well. Yeah, if you just search for crisis lines on Wikipedia, it actually has like a very comprehensive list. Um, yeah, like Vale Nia. Like, it'd be very, very sad. It's just a, you know, a big gap in the community now, especially the Super Nintendo community. Mm. All right, let's move into our first item of news. Sony has gone on a shopping spree. So they are spending the small big bucks as compared to Microsoft and buying uh, a lot of reputable partner studios that they've worked with uh, and a very interesting PC port specialist, which I think will probably give you a bit of insights to what they're doing in the future. So first up... It's Housemark. Swinney, Housemark. What do they do? So Housemark, well, first of all, they're based in Helsinki, Finland. Um, they've been around for a long time, since 1995, but they've worked very closely with Sony since around 2007. Mm. Um, and they're notable games. Uh, this, obviously, there's, this aren't all of them, but you've got Super Stardust HD, which is, um, you know, was released in 2007, so that's kind of, uh, you know, their first time really working closely with Sony. Um, Outland, a game that I really, really love um, that I've played on the 360. Uh, Resogun is another huge game for them. And their latest game, the massive uh, AAA title, Returnal. So they're very typically known as your kind of like action, arcade shooter um you know, development house, but very well regarded. And this is not surprising in any way. And it does feel like a bit of a reaction to Returnal, which um, I think almost certainly will be a game of the year nominee at the end of the year. Just, 
just the hearing to everyone, you know, talk about the game and how it's shaping up in people's minds. And, you yeah, know, it feels like no surprise. <laughs> yeah, it feels like Sony <laughs> basically going, yeah. well, you know, we gave you more budget to try to do a AAA game, you know, and you delivered. So, and supposedly they're going to have more budget in the future. Do you ever want to go back to that game, Mike? I know that you bought Returnal and then returned it. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, it's one of those games that is just inherently really addictive. Yeah, that's and I feel what I've like heard from one people. day if it goes yeah. goes down in price again, I might. I, I didn't return it because I didn't enjoy it or anything like that. I just didn't have the time to put into it. Yeah, it's a solid game, really, really good game. I just yeah. it it one actually day. seems a bit like Dark Souls esque in terms of if you walk away from it all the time and then come back to it and you're not a master of it or anything like that, it's probably hard to get back into, right? It, it can be, yeah, because you really get into the swing of of yeah. the flow and the twitchiness and the accuracy and and yeah, yeah. I'm also well, waiting for I'll, it I'll to go on sale or go down in price a little bit, but regardless, I'll I'll be picking it up by the end of the year because I feel like mm-hmm. it's going to factor into everyone's um in the ga- the game of the year. And then um, I haven't heard of this one, Swinney Nix's software. Yeah, I don't think I think a lot of people are probably in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Um, this seems like very much a support studio. So they're based out of I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but uh, Utrecht, Utrecht in the Netherlands. Um, so they've been around for a while since 1999, and they've been a long time partner studio of Crystal Dynamics, specifically specialising in PC ports of their games. So those games include the Tomb Raider reboot trilogy, the Avengers, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Uh, which is, you know, Eidos Montreal, but still uh, in that kind of family of, of Eidos games. And interestingly, um, this studio as well, when you go on their website, um, rather than have like our games or games, they have projects. So it's very clear that yeah. they're a support studio and they consider themselves as a partner studio of, of who they work with. So the fact that Sony's picked this up, well, um, it's pretty clear. Sony's already got some PC ports going and it makes sense to have someone under their wing that specializes in it. Yeah. And then also they, um, you know, they've, they've said in their financial year end that they're going to have a bunch of games ported to PC. I think they also said that uncharted four from memory. I think we reported on it that they get to port that to PC as well. So yeah, it makes total sense. And then the last one, which is interesting is blue box. We'll, we'll cover it. <laughs> we'll cover it quickly, but Blue Point Games. So, you know, probably the number one studio I always thought they were going to acquire at some stage. So legendary, absolutely legendary porting studio, you know, porting games like Metal Gear Solid HD Collection, Shadow of Colossus, and then the Demon Souls uh, remake, but like a very pure remake. Um, it, very strangely, when the post went up about Returnal, uh, PlayStation Japan, when they posted... So it was meant to be the Returnal announcement and all the text was about Returnal, but the image wasn't the Returnal image. So, you know, they've got their PlayStation family image with like slithers of all the games and welcome to PlayStation and then, you know, the Housemark logo. With with PlayStation Japan, for some reason, the image wasn't of Housemark. It was of Bluepoint games and it already had Housemark's game Returnal as one of the slithers, as if it was like, this is coming in like a week or a month's time. So it seems like a done deal that it's going to, they're going to acquire blue point. It is funny though, because the tweet got deleted and then they've actually changed a lot of their job ads to say they're fully independent, including their Twitter bio. They didn't say that before. And now they do say they're fully independent. Well, the slither had demon souls in it as well. Um, in yeah. that particular one as yeah. well. So yeah. 
So I look, you know, if you're running that studio and you don't, you haven't told everyone internally yet, you probably would just go, oh, look, you know, that's just rumors, blah, blah, blah. Cause you don't want to get people spooked with these kind of things. Um, very unfortunate, like an own goal, if this is the case, which I think is like 99% the, the case. So what do you think this means, Swinney, for PlayStation and Sony? I, I mean, it, to me, it's pretty clear that they're probably going to just get them to do what they do best, which is remaster and remake uh, Sony IPs, honestly. Um, why would you get them to do anything else? Sure, they could work on a new title, and I'd be interested to see what a new Blue Point game would be, but why take people out of their wheelhouse, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, and it also seems like, this is Sony doubling down on the AAA space in terms of, you know, bringing in Housemark to add to their AAA uh, library in terms of generating new big AAA games and then bringing in very high-quality porting studios to take old games for them and then remaster them. Like, you just feel like Sony's strategy is not like Xbox, which is, hey, make things backwards compatible and then Im- improve them. I think Sony looks at that and goes, well, how do we make money on that? Versus Demon's Souls, where they've made a lot of money on that game. And also another thing for me is it takes Bluepoint off the market. Yeah. You know, it stops anyone else picking them up, which, God, if I'm any, if I'm any big you know, uh, publisher, Bluepoint would have been on my radar for a long time. Well, I'm always very shocked that stuff like Activision or EA haven't just snatched them. Because the IP in their back catalogue, you could just get them working on so many different games. And I know they have porting studios internally, but it does feel to me like Bluepoint is the the premier one out of all of them. They seem to be the most hyper-obsessive and about their IP. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and the craziest shit that they did with Demon's Souls of, like, having the PS3 game run inside of their engine. And that's how it works. And, like, making sure that everything is exactly accurate is just, you know, that's the kind of shit I love. Pick it up. It's really yeah, good. I will when it's on sale. Actually, we could just borrow my copy. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. <laughs> All right. And a really exciting news for me because I'm a huge fan of Control and Alan Wake. Uh, Remedy are doing deals left, right, and center. So 505 Games and Remedy have announced new titles new in the character. Control universe. And we should actually be clear, Swinney. I think part of it is 505 and part of it they've done a deal with Sony. Uh, like to support them as a publisher, but I still think it is going to run through 505. It's quite weird the way Remedy set it all up. So we're talking about a new multiplayer title and a potential sequel. So Project Condor, it's a four-player co-op title for the PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC will be set in the Control universe, will be built on their proprietary Northlight engine, and the artwork seems to indicate it is set in the earlier years of the Federal Bureau of Control. That that's just my take on it. They didn't say that, but yeah. they basically said the artwork should give you an idea of the tone that they're going for, and mm. it looks like it looks kind of like I don't know, like in I don't know what era, but like the sixties or fifties. Like it seems yeah, earlier, it's like a fictional fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's really cool. And they also stress, you know, that there's a really really good write up um, that they that they put out there that basically says, look, you know, we understand that people might feel that you know this is a they might not like the uh, us announcing a multiplayer game but they stress look they're known for the single player games mm. but they have a really really deep love of multiplayer titles and they talk you know about your battlefields and stuff and they're just like you know we love this stuff just because we haven't done it doesn't mean that we don't have the drive and passion to do something um but 
yeah, it's. I'm glad that they also kind of mentioned that they're working on another title as well. Would well, you want to cover that? Is this yeah. is this the Ellen Wake 128 people multiplayer? What you get 128 people shooter? <laughs> no, Mike. Um, so they're also working okay. on a new big budget. That's their own words, or bigger budget control game as well. So the series director Mikhail uh, Kasurinen, I think, um, has outlined. He said they've outlined high-level collaboration terms to further expand the control franchise with a bigger budget control game. So that could be a potential sequel, could be anything really, but it's in it's a control game, so you'd assume it's kind of taking place as a sequel. So the fact that they're also, you know, saying, hey, we've got this multiplayer game that's obviously more f- further along because, you know, they've shown a screenshot, they've, you know, they've got stuff going for that already, but we're still going to work on this other thing. So that's good. Yeah, they've got a lot going on in Remedy. So they've got three games going on then. Because there's something that they're closing out now. Crossfire X campaign. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then they're not a they're not a huge huge studio. Eh, no, for that no. many games. It's interesting. And then you know this is more of a rumor, so we haven't really said about it yet. But Alan Wake, there was something that was listed in the Epic Game Store, like a remake or a remaster to that game as well. So supposedly they've done a deal with Epic to remaster that game. Uh, okay. Who and knows? Then, Maybe it's another hmm. studio doing that remaster. We don't know. Could be. Could be. Yeah. But there's also the one the the game you pitched to them. I think they're <laughs> working on that now. Uh, you, we're not going to cover that. Cover it in the show. But did you see that uh, there was uh, F, or unless it's in the Minuteman section with the F Zero stuff, Swinny? Just quickly no, over on no. a diversion. So there was a pitch about uh, F Zero. It was going to be like a more gritty F Zero game. Like they Nintendo. already did that. It's called F Zero GX. No, no, no. It's like no, no, no. They're talking about like way deeper down that path. That is ridiculous. F Zero. Anyway, let's. Yeah, yeah, we're not I know, talking I about F Zero. I know, but, I know. I said it was the version. Um, I said it was the one, version. one last thing is they also mm-hmm. mentioned that there's some controlled merchandise on the way. Um, pretty Sick. much very soon. They said in all available in August. So I'm assuming we'll get news of it before then. But hopefully, it's, it's a weird crossover with Barbie. I don't really see it but <laughs> it's a, Je- a jesse I mean, barbie yeah i have to say i love the aesthetic of control as well so i'm sure the merch would look pretty sick so i could you imagine a barbie house that kind of like transforms and so it's it's actually bigger <laughs> on the inside than it looks on and the barbie's outside. floating in the air <laughs> oh awesome uh in other news ghost of Tsushima director's cut has been announced you know, let's cover the whole director's cut thing a little bit later, but uh, but yeah, it's featuring a bunch of improvements and all the DLC so far, but also new content. So it's coming on the 20th of August on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. And I think Sony is truly showing their hands on what they're doing around the pricing of games. And you, and it's it, it probably very challenging given that Australian pricing is really different to the US pricing. US pricing $60 has been standard for generations and now it's bumped up to 70 US dollars. And essentially, you know, very simplistically in the US, if you want to get the PS5 version and you go through the PS4 path, you will pay the same amount as if you just buy the PS5 version. They do not want to have a situation where it's like you buy the $60 PS4 version of this and you get a free upgrade to the PS5 version. 
kind of makes sense. Well, I, I totally get that. Like, I've, yeah. I've been buying PS4 versions of stuff because why would Same. I buy PS? I got uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake on PS4 because it's like, why would yeah, I? Ni- it was pay $19 extra? and yeah. then you just get the DLC for a little bit on top. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah, exactly. But Australia is a really weird, different market around, around the pricing. Like, our pricing has been under the US pricing for a long time and now it's over the US pricing with this generation change. Mm. So, so far, what they're kind of saying, Swinney, it's like, is it the same price for both? I haven't double-checked this. So, with uh, with JB Hi-Fi, yep. they have the PS4 version listed at $79. They've got the PS5 version listed at $99. Uh, and then EB Games has the PS4 version listed at $99 and the PS5 version listed at $115. Now, these are pre-order um Pricing, prices yeah. who knows what it ha- it is when it hits um or, you know, later later in august mm. um but that's basically what the current listed prices are on their websites yeah i think with i think with jb what they'll do is they'll go up by 10 bucks on both of those so just to look at it now ghost of tsushima just a standard edition now on the ps4 is 79 and the pre-order for the director's cut is 79 on ps4 so i get a sense that that will go up to 89 but yeah so you've got a 20 dollar differential and we should also just say that you can upgrade from the the PS4 Director's Cut version to the PS5. There's an upgrade path there. I can't recall if there's an upgrade path from the standard PS4 edition to oh, the PS5. Okay. I think there is. I think there is as well. It's a different DLC. It's like basically like they're just going to make you pay so that you are whole and the equivalent of what you would have paid with the PS5. It's really confusing. I, I kind of get why they're doing it though. I do. Because it do seemed like it. a bit of a loophole. I remember when Valhalla came out I just bought the PS4 version and it was 59 69 bucks or something. Way cheaper than the PS5 version. And you yeah. get the free upgrade. Yeah, and a lot of those games have actually now normalized. So the in Australia, the PS4 and the PS5 copies are the same for some of those games that for some, initially launched. I yeah. still find it really interesting because games like Demon Souls is still full price. Yeah, it's still the one. What is it? One twenty nine, one nineteen. Depending when you buy it, yeah, hundred nine, twenty five or something. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't really gone down in price much yep. at all, if anything. And whereas with other games like Valhalla, you can get it now even on PS5 fairly cheap. So I think it's the same thing that's going to happen this generation. You're going to get certain games that will stick to that insanely high RRP and others you're just going to be able to get them for the same price as the PS4 versions when they're in discount. Yeah. So let's we should talk a bit about the director's about, cut. Yeah, I was just yeah, going back to it. Let's talk about so the features. There's actually a new chapter, uh, so a new island, the island of Iki. Is that right from a Japanese perspective? Yeah, yeah so it's an island. So it's available at the beginning of the Act 2. It includes new armor, enemies, and minigames and techniques. Uh, kind of cool on the PS5 version. And I have heard this complaint in the past that there's now Japanese limp syncing. It's kind of weird to me that it's only in the, the PS5 version, so not the PS4 version. Yeah. They said that they're doing it like... It's it's almost like they're not they're not sitting there actually you know uh, basically like the PS5 technology allows them to do that automatically as opposed to the PS4. Ah, that's so they're doing real time processing of it. Then. Yeah, so yeah, but it is it is unfortunate for people that want to want that on PS4 that that's not going to be there. It would be really cool to play this game in with the Japanese language on yeah. and just have subtitles and stuff. I think that'd be such a cool experience. Well, that's how and, I normally play these games, huh, and okay. they. And they tout the ability awesome. to, a feature is <laughs> ability to transfer progress from PS4 to PS5. And I'm just like, 
How's that not okay. already a thing? It's not anyway. a given on the PS. Yeah. That's so, mm. as good so, as the PlayStation ecosystem is, there's some really bad things with it. So So some other improvements. That's free to all versions, including just the base Ghost of Tsushima, which is great. Oh, okay. So th- there's gonna be um updates to have new alternative control schemes, uh, ones oh, that are more that accessible as well. Uh, um, maybe that's why. Because it, the, the the controls were brilliant. Yeah. Really, really good. So the option to enable a target lock-on. Uh, and I'm, spe- I'm, I'm just really... Mike, let me finish. Right. I'm just reeling this off as someone who hasn't played it. This is just literally in their feature list. Um, ability to hide the quiver during gameplay. And also oh, they're adding a new mode to their multiplayer, uh, which is Ghost of Tsushima Legends. So that's free to anyone that's got Ghost of Tsushima. So that's just basically just a, uh, a title update. So... Mm. It's funny with the quiver one because when I played the game yonks ago, I remember going, "Man, I wish you could hide this quiver; it just ruins my costume." A lot of people say that. Like seriously, <laughs> a lot weird. of people. Complain it's about such it. a small and detail. It's probably they, so easy to do to implement as well. They said that they're making a lot of these improvements based on community feedback. So. Cool. Well, they seemed very responsive. I think, like, this is going to be a nut, nutty thing that I'm about to say, but I, I feel like Sucker Punch is becoming the new CD Projekt Red, where the community just loves them. Like they can't do anything wrong. Like with the legends update, oh, no. <laughs> when they add, yeah, well, yeah, I'm setting them up for a fail, right? <laughs> with the legends update, people love that. Like absolutely loved it and couldn't believe that. Yeah, multiplayer version of the game would work so well. So yeah, I just remember just hearing about them um, back in reading about them in like Hyper Magazine when they were doing the N64 game <laughs> Rocket <laughs> Robot Robot on Wheels. <laughs> like it's great to see that a developer that kicked off the you know. With a game on N64 is now such a well-regarded mm. um, force in the industry. It's great. Yeah, no, no. It is really awesome. All right, moving on to the next bit of news. Uh, xCloud Gaming for PC and iOS has gone live production in 22 countries, and one of them is in Australia. And Microsoft has also detailed how uh, the officially licensed third-party accessories will work and what you can get. Uh, so very, very cool news. It's available on PC, iOS, as, like so iPhone, tablets, via the browser. If you try to launch it in Australia, it just says, your country is not supported. Um, oh, Austria. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. And it's also native in the Android app because Google doesn't block uh, Microsoft from doing that. It does require uh, Game Pass Ultimate. And you can access it through xbox.com forward slash play. So as you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on your podcast, you can fire up your browser and go to xbox.play forward slash, sorry, xbox.com forward slash play. <laughs> I was about to say, man, what a great simple URL. And then you screwed it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And that also got a bit leaked before uh, uh, E3. I remember people were showing off that that uh, URL. So we don't we don't normally do this, but I think we should list the countries. Yeah, I'll just reel them off really quickly. So these are the twenty two countries it is available, including some countries that are in our audience typically. So Austria, Belgium, Canada, Czech Republic, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Hungary, Ireland, Italy, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Slovakia, South Korea, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, UK, and the US. Yeah, so this is this is awesome. We obviously knew it's been a very kind of weird rollout how they've done this all but now this is kind of to me like this is your launch 
this is your launch, even yeah. though it's kind of been on Android in some capacity in some countries for a while. Um, obviously, shame that Australia's not on the list yet, but we know it's happening this year. Um, they they reported that um, like a couple of weeks ago. So, and we should also say that the and I think we mentioned it last week in the Minuteman section that they've upgraded the server blades. So they're running Xbox Series X server blades for, I believe, most of the games. Um, so that that also is going to make an absolute massive difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they also they announced um, their design for Xbox licensed uh, iOS accessories. So they had three, but one of them I just couldn't really understand, which was like a battery back, battery pack that I'm, I was trying to read you know, is there any reason for us to mention it? Is there any mobile-specific stuff? So the, there is something else that they've mentioned out there, but the two that I wanted to quickly look at um, are their controllers, like their Vice-style controllers. So you've got the Backbone 1 priced at 99 USD. I haven't seen what the Australian price is for that. That's uh, apparently compatible with all iPhone models um, with iOS 13 or later. Um, and interesting, you can actually capture gameplay footage from the Backbone app and share it to people via link, which I think is actually pretty neat for, you know, playing that stuff on mobile. Um, and also the app as well um, has been updated to support Game Pass. So you look at it and it looks pretty good, like the fact that it's all integrated. And if you purchase it via their website, playbackbone.com, uh, it will come with three months of Game Pass Ultimate, um, but only for new subscribers to Game Pass. We also have the Razer Kishi Universal Gaming Controller, also priced at 99 USD. Uh, couldn't find a lot of details about this um, that made it, you know, I guess unique, but basically says it's a universal fit. It has clickable analog sticks and ultra low latency. That's Razer's wording, who knows? Um, but you can purchase that controller via Razer.com. That also comes with three months of Game Pass for new subscribers. Yeah, so we actually had covered the uh, Backbone previously, mm. and it seems to have gone down in price. It's still, yeah. like, expensive, but... To be clear, like, yeah, these are existing products that are now licensed, but the fact that the app, like, the Backbone app has been updated, I think, is is important here as well. So. Yeah, I like, maybe it was just the way, like, it, it costs to get to Australia. So it's definitely changed in price. So it's about 160 Australian dollars, the Backbone cool. one. And people rave about that thing, like absolutely rave about it. Like anyone who's like you know into that cloud gaming stuff, say it's like a life changer. So do you know? Do you know if that is if there's uh, an Android compatible version? Uh, I don't know. Don't think so. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I think I it's I think on. it's just iPhone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just trying to go to the superior platform, I guess. <laughs> no, I don't even like iOS or iPhone very much anymore, to be honest. Yeah, they should make one for... I guess it's just more difficult because it actually plugs in through uh, the port as well um, on the actual phone. So, no, very, very cool. Like, I I just... I know I'm going to bring it up again, but just with the Switch now, especially with using the Hori Split Pad Pro, which is like the worst name ever because it's like a tongue twister, it, it just feels perfect for xCloud. It's, it's a shame that there's no browser that you could even just like run it through. That would be really, really cool. All right, let's move on. Id's software, or Id Software, sorry, uh, maybe has a mystery game. So again, the Australian Classification Board has uh, delivered for us, and this time they've actually uh, spoken or like you know put a classification about a Project Twenty Twenty One B, which is a multi-platform title. Do you want to just continue this, Mike? 
with online interactivity, whatever that means. So multiplayer, maybe? I don't know. Big MMO? Who knows? We'll find out. In any case, it's rated M for Mature with moderate impact, which is no surprise, I guess, coming from id. Uh, where uh, with moderate impact when it comes to violence and mild impact for themes and language and early this year project 2021a was revealed to be doom 3 vr edition for psvr so could it be a new psvr version 2 doom game hmm who knows maybe a new quake hmm also who knows <laughs> we'll see i think i don't think they're going to release a new quake game like I feel like we've heard nothing about about that. I'd be shocked if Probably they've done not. they've reviewed no. it and then like. But, but I I, it, it, I I'm guessing it's like something in the Quake universe, either on PSVR or a remaster maybe. or something like that. Did Eternal ever have VR or was it just the original Doom that had VR? Did did what? Sorry. Did Doom Eternal have VR, or was uh, it just the uh, Doom 2016 be- that did? I don't believe so. So that's mm. that is a, a good. That's um, my guess. That's my bet. I yeah. didn't know. If, I don't know if you guys mentioned it, but um, even something like we talk about Quake, but even something just like you Quake Live style, because um, I think don't think Quake Champions is on consoles either. So, so there's there's things there that they could do that doesn't that seems like it, they could work on it pretty easily under the radar and then launch pretty quickly as well. So so Doom VFR, yeah, sorry, Doom VFR is like the PSVR. So Doom 2016 has a PSVR game, but I don't know if Doom Eternal has a PSVR game or mm. even like any VR game. But yeah. do, you, do you think it could be some of those um, Quake multiplayer titles as well? I think it's something to do with Quake. I don't know about Quake Champions. I think they're going to let that go. That that community is so dead. Like I, I'm a huge Quake fan. I love both sides of Quake because it's kind of like two series. It's like a multiplayer game and then you know, the um, Strog sort of, like, timeline as well. So starting from Quake 2, which was meant I'm, to be called, like, War. It wasn't even meant to be called yeah. Quake. I, I'm just thinking of quick things that they could put together to put on consoles specifically because that wasn't on consoles. So, and, like, you Quake Live or that, I'm just thinking that stuff could be an easy project for them. So, Well, one thing that I was thinking was that, well, it does say multiplayer, but, I mean, you know, Quake 2 has multiplayer, they did. I don't know if you remember, but they did a, a, a ray tracing version of Quake Two for Nvidia, right? So I, I wonder if they've got like a next gen ray tracing souped up to the the nines version of Quake Two, and they're just going to release that as a, like a really small game. And yeah. you know that's something that people might pick up. But it does seem like they're going to announce it at QuakeCon, which is in August, I think, from memory. No, it's it's got to be ray tracing Commander King. The original DOS games. <laughs> I thought you were going to correct me of when uh, QuakeCon was, and I was like, damn it, I got it wrong. And then <laughs> Commander Keen, I like that. Um, yeah, no, I'm really keen about it. Uh, as I said. You're keen about it, hey? <laughs> that was an accidental. I wish I could claim that. Um, really keen for them to make a new Quake game, actually, especially like the, the Doom 2016 team. I think that'd be really cool if they move on to that franchise. All right, let's get on to our next story. Smash, Swinney. Yeah, so this week, uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate Director Masahiro Daddy Sakurai presented a <laughs> deep dive on 
Kazuya Mishima joining from Tekken. So he, and then uh, Kazuya also then released a couple of days later. Um, so we got our chance to try it out. But just to cover some uh, details first, so he is the fifth edition of the sixth character Fighter Pass 2. Uh, Fighter Pass 2 is priced at $32.50 Australian, but you can purchase him separately for $7.80. And just, I guess, as a, an intro to his play style, he essentially features the largest moveset of any Smash fighter. Uh, and obviously all those moves are based on his Tekken uh, abilities. So in that, in terms of that play style, he's a, he's a heavy combo-based fighter, quite a yeah, very heavy character. Um, many of his moves have super armor. Um, so it means, you know, he can't be interrupted. And also invincibility frames, particularly in his legs. So if, if you have to... Tr- if you try to hit him in the middle of those moves, it will essentially just go through. A lot of his normal attacks are based on eight-way st- uh, analog stick inputs as opposed to traditional like side, up, down, and neutral attacks that pretty much every Smash fighter has. You could hold up and right and he's doing a different move or back uh, back and up and it's do- doing a different move as well. So it's kind of crazy and that's what leads into him having the most moves of, of anything when you combine that with just combo inputs and everything. Uh, another unique thing that uh, he has is a crouch dash. So that's like a sure you can Street Fighter input that basically if you do that input without pressing a button, he will then dash on the ground. He'll go onto certain projectiles. But you can also combine that with uh, button inputs for moves like uh, his, you know, his iconic Tekken move electric wind god fist. So it's, it's honestly some, you know, really, really cool stuff. Also very, I think, difficult to kind of um, learn, honestly, but we'll get into our impressions. Um, The last thing I'll just mention is that at 100%, he will enter uh, damage. He will enter rage mode where he gets a bit of a damage buff, um, but he can also use a once per stock special attack, which is called rage drive. So, yeah, Intergod, what are your, you know, we've we've both had a chance to try him out. Um, What's your thoughts? Yeah, no, really, really cool character. I always love when uh, Sakurai, and pretty much for all the DLC characters in my view, tries to do something really different and just having like a different control scheme. I I know that they have that with uh, Ryu and Ken, but it feels different again. And it does actually feel very reminiscent of Tekken and probably more so like the original Tekken game without the sidestepping. Um, Yeah, just like the only thing I worry about this character and I've already seen some people do it online and, you know, we're only one week in-ish and, you know, people are already publishing, here's a true combo. And just for anyone who's not like into Smash or uh, fighting games, true combos are just ones where your opponent can't do anything to get out of the combo. So it's just like, it's just going to happen to you and you can't do anything about it. And yeah, there's already like aerial true combos from like zero to death for, for most of the characters already like within like you know uh, a week so you just kind of go wow the meta around this character is just going to go through the roof and i know that every new character that comes out everyone thinks oh this is going to be the greatest character ever it's going to break the game and it really hasn't happened maybe apart from joker (laughs) as the first dlc character um well i wouldn't say it broke the game though but definitely super competitive character but yeah this one i just i don't know it's very slow though right so and this game does favor speed yeah, he's honestly he's tough to use um, for a, someone that just, especially if you're used to fighter of faster characters. Mm. Um, takes took me quite a while to really kind of get 
the flow of how he plays, and I'm still struggling. It's still early days. I probably only played maybe about maybe 15, 20 matches max and spent yeah. probably no longer than an hour in training with him. Um, but you do feel like you're doing moves and you're like, man, I'm not using – I'm only using like a quarter of what this guy can do. Um and just though that sure you can input um, like that stuff's actually really tricky to pull off in the middle of a match. It's one thing to do it in training. So I'm I'm sitting there thinking, oh, this is cool. I can combo this into this and this, and then you jump in a real fight. Especially if it's more than one v one, then it's like just goes out the window, and you're just trying to hang on. So I'm I don't know how I feel if I actually like the character. Yet. I love his inclusion, but I don't know if the character is for me yet. As someone that plays. Yeah. I play a lot of Terry, but he's very different Terry. Terry's quick, you know, quick and powerful, whereas because he's, he's, he's heavy and super powerful. So He's like yeah. a tank. He's like a tank version of Terry in, in a way. Like, just, I don't know. It's, it's a weird character. I think um, it, it's a shame that you can't use D-pad in Smash at all. Like, you can never, hmm. you know, assign that's the movement. Yeah, it's that would certainly help with a lot of this stuff, but I find the inputs on an analog to be easy for me, but most I, people would probably prefer a defense. So. Well, the one thing you can do is you can use an arcade fight stick. So Yeah, I'm not gonna be doing that. <laughs> no, no, but I just wonder if people use that, because it feels like you could totally use this character just using a fight stick. Because it so, supports eight directional, so it'd be so, interesting. A couple of quick things. So the stage that uh, was released is called Mishima Dojo, which is really, really cool. has breakable walls and roof. Definitely not tournament legal, but it's fun for just casual play. And he comes with 39 music tracks across 12 different Tekken games. So they they did it. They well represented uh, Tekken in the music space. So I've got a question for Mike. What's What's your impressions for this character from... I know you haven't played as him. The but just noob. looking at it, yeah, just looking at it. Does it seem cool to you? Uh, no, hablo inglés. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, the character looks cool. As someone who is not heavily into Smash, although I should probably join you guys this coming week. I did play what two two games with you guys this week. Yeah, so I'm trying to do my bed. <laughs> I, I just suck at those games, but it it looks interesting. It looks cool. It's weird seeing the character, given that a lot of the other characters I haven't really seen in other games as much. Whereas with this, I've seen him in other games, so it's kind of weird seeing him in a game like this. It's a shame that I can't try him out because it's obviously a DLC character, and I don't have the Game Pass, whatever it's called, DLC Pass, Fighter Fighters Pass. pass. Fighters Pass gets to eventually. (laughs) But it looks really cool, yeah. Cool looking character. Talking about a Fighter Pass. Well, just just quickly on the the play. I mean, we might see if we can stream uh, some of the games that we play in Smash. So keep an eye on Big Wig Pod on your, your socials. Follow us. So you get a notification if we do stream. It's a good idea. I might Watch actually me get I might, defeated. I might set it up as like a uh, like a like a open uh, what do you call it arena with a password or something. So then if people are watching us, they can join. We can beat them up. No, we're not even that good at the game. So they'll probably smash yeah, us. You guys, you guys are pretty good. All right, let's move on to the next part of the Smash news. And Swinny, we all know the most important thing that got announced in the. The Sakurai presentation was the fact that there's more Amiibo coming, more Amiibo to fill my shelves, including 
The Min Min Amiibo, which you're, I've already pre-ordered. You're interrupting my flow. I had a structured flow to this whole <laughs> and then segment, I changed it all. <laughs> and you just changed it because you're bloody, it, you're bloody Amiibo. You're bloody Amiibo. So in the Smash Bros. Ultimate presentation, Sakurai also yeah showed off the Min Min Amigo. Oh no, also Amigo, Amigo, the Amigo. <laughs> the Amigo. It, not also. It's like that was the main thing. He's laughing. He's touching it. So he showed off a prototype. It's uh, dated for 2022. And the other thing that we learned is that they are definitely making Amiibo for all the characters. So I do really think, like, this, the Steve Amiibo is going to be hard to get if you don't pre-order it, unless they make a gazillion of those. Because um, I guess you still can get the Banjo one, so maybe it's not that hard. But, yeah, I was really excited to see that. And then, okay, to, to get back to the actual stuff that was related <laughs> to our last segment, so we could flow into it, and he broke that flow. I don't believe was, in the flow if it's Amiibo. Sakurai confirmed that... The next character, the sixth character in Fighter Pass 2, will be the last character added. So everyone's kind of secret hope that that announced Fighter Pass 3 to have more DLC characters, he squashed it all. Yeah. He squashed it all. But it, I'm glad that they did it now because if they did it, I think at the end, like I think it, it just would have probably disappointed even more people to hear that when the last character was announced. Um, it gives people time to... <laughs> So grieve. time to grieve and get over it. But also uh, in the presentation, uh, he showed off uh, the new Mii Fighter costumes. And this was essentially the one of the biggest round of deconfirms, um, you know, characters that people are really, really wanting. And they just basically, you know, if they added a Mii Fighter costume, pretty much they're not going to be added as the last character. So we had... Well, 100% if, if they're adding a Mii Fighter costume... Yeah, I know. In the know. fighter pass or like for DLC, there's like zero chance. I know. I just don't like to work in absolutes. Well, so- I, think, I think it's almost like, yeah. But I, I just wanted to say quickly, Swinney, that I do feel like the whole direct is a deconfirmed direct. Like deconfirm that there's going to be another fighter pass. Deconfirm a bunch of fighters that we're just going to cover. Like they're very thoughtful about that. Yeah, so we had three more uh, me sword fighter costumes. So the first was Lloyd Irving from Tales of Symphonia, Ba-boom. very, very <laughs> requested character. Yeah, he was yeah. a costume in Smash Four. We had probably the one of the biggest requested characters, which was Dante from Devil May Cry, was shown off. Um, so that's that sucks for people that really wanting him. And we also had a surprise, real. Two big surprises. The last Mii Sword Fighter was Dragonborn from Skyrim. That's cool. Um, that's, that's really, really cool and yeah. awesome. And we the Mii Brawler costume, the fourth one, was Shantae from her series. And that's the, uh, you know, that includes a, a music track, kind of like what they did with Sans as well for Undertale. So that that's really, really neat. So four new costumes, four deconfirmed fighters. Um, I've, I'm, mm. I'm sorry for anyone that was wanting Dante. I do, and then finally do, we did cover sorry, it. Yeah, go question. on. Question: There's a Fallout costume as well, isn't there? From memory for the Mii Fighter. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. so the Dragonborn one fits perfectly yeah. then. Yeah, I've got though. I've, I've got actually a lot of these Mii Fighter costumes because it's it's actually just I like the Mii Fighters actually, and I think they're pretty powerful. And it's just funny having different costumes for it. It's a bit of a lull. Yeah, I've only got the Goemon one, and I. Used it once and then never used it again. So, anyway. well, you don't like the Mies though to fight as them. So, I, I actually I, like fighting as them. I've got so many other characters I'd rather play as. Mm. So. Now, very cool. Oh. Love Smash. Just to round it out, Swinney, uh, what did you say is your final character for the Fighter Pass? Uh, I think if you're going to do Master Chief now, it's the time to do it. It would be incredible. It would be. I, I think Sora. I think they'll do Sora. 
Yeah. I, Mike, I, Mike, other than Duke Nukem, who do you think the last character could be? <laughs> we just threw this at him, but he hasn't prepared. I'm seeing if I can unhide one of the sheets that we have. Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh, the Santa Claus from Futurama. I mean, Santa the other, Claus. the other one, the other one. Quickly, Swinny was. Do you think Sakurai? This is his last Smash game. No. Oh, really? Okay, interesting. Yeah. If there, I, I, would, I would say, yeah, if there's another Smash game in the next 10 years, I don't think it's his last one. Okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah, so there won't be another on this generation, so. But hang on, because as, as a new peer, are they not releasing any more fighters? This no, there's it. one more, one more, one no, last one, one. one. After that, after that, that's it. Until the next game, I guess, whenever that yeah. will be. Yeah, wow. but there's already been way more DLC for this than there was for Smash 4, so they've gone above oh, no, and beyond. No, of course, so. yeah. It's well, just it's interesting. They've added 12 DLC fighters, Mike, which is the equivalent of the entire roster number for the very first Smash 64 game. Wow. <laughs> which kind of puts it in context, right? And they made a squillion from it. Like, Smash is incredible. They've never changed the prices on the digital copy of Smash or the DLCs. They're just, like, still priced, like, 90 Australian dollars for the for the Smash game. So they're raking it in, but yeah, it's kind of a sad day. I would have loved another DLC pass. All right, let's get into my new favorite segment, the Minuteman. So Mike is going to carry the burden of doing the Minuteman segment. It's Mike again. Oh, my God. Last week, we did hear a little bit of the alarm, but, you know, it's my bad. I think Mike did make it within time. Uh, so I had to refresh the alarm. That's what I'll have to do oh, it's each time. It's a different alarm now. It's a different alarm. I think Swinny will pick it because there's a little bit of a hint, like with about 10 to 15 seconds to go, but it really kicks in at zero. So if can, Mike... Can I, sorry, can I petition this ty- uh, this segment to be renamed a minute, Mike, just overall? I know we had yeah, it yeah, as yeah. a That episode. means I always have to do it. What? <laughs> well, yeah, he could be minute, Mike, and then when he fails, it'll be minute Swinny because Swinny hasn't done it. Okay. All right. So wrapping up the news, topics that we want to flag, but, you know, we don't want to cover in detail. And I'll play the intro mic and you have one minute to cover all the news. When you finish, I'll stop. But if you fail, you cannot continue. Okay. Okay. I don't want no minute, man. Konami and Blobber Team have announced a strategic partnership <laughs> with Team. Your Mom. Kojima Productions and Xbox are reportedly close to sealing a deal to work on a cloud-powered game featuring Your Mom. A new console matter game is confirmed to be in development by Your Mom. Expireware lead Casey Hudson has opened up Your Mom and Humanoid Studios. Rockstar co-founder Dan Hauser has apparently started up a studio named Absurd Ventures in Your Mom Games. Zelda Skyward Sword will include many quality of life changes, including optional voices from Your Mom and Fee. The first three Final Fantasy Pixel remasters will launch on 28th of July, says Your Mom. Doom Eternal has received PSI Xbox Series X upgrades, including ray tracing. Also, the planned PvP invasion mode has been scrapped in favor for a new horde mode with Your Mom. A Mario Kart Live Home Circuit update is available now with a new cup car theme and Your Mom and more. Funcom have acquired the Outsiders and are opening a new studio in Romania where Your Mom lives. Sadly, the real-life dog beat from Fallout 4, a German shepherd named river has passed away oh oh there you go we didn't hear yeah. the alarm this week well uh, done, was, was, that was way quicker <laughs> it was obviously what that was leading up to in the alarm there but, yeah uh, you know what it is <laughs> yeah oh man I, I i lost it when just when you get to the mario kart part i'm like yeah okay um if I ever have to do this segment, it's going to call, be called One Min for the Swim, I think. One Min for, one the, min swim. for the Swim, I like it. That's awesome. 
I want to lose this now just so I can hear it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll lose it. Like, there'll be one week where there's so many stories that's really oh, yeah, you know, I want sure. to talk about. I would congratulate you for getting through it, Mike, but then you bastardize it. So. Yeah, I know. And then he just went well, that made it all the way for through. Me. That yeah. made it harder for me trying to add that to everything. <laughs> On the fly. <laughs> On the fly. Awesome. All right, let's go into now, un- unfortunately, my second favorite segment. The Bargain Min for the week commencing 4th of July, 2021. So as always, Epic Store delivers. Our free game this week is The Spectrum Retreat until the 9th of July. Uh, one request from Swinney was to shout out any Amazon Prime gaming deals. What's that the bat that is? <laughs> I don't know. I just like it. Uh, the free games that are my standouts are Batman The Enemy Within Telltale Game and The Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition. Ooh. Yes, I if thought you guys would like that. we chose 1997 as the On Steam, year. the summer sale <laughs> continues. The highlights being Hades, $25.15. Persona 4 Golden, $19.50. I might actually pick that up. And Untitled Goose Game for $14.45. Mike, do you want to cover Nintendo and PlayStation? Sure do. So we got the takeover at 65% off for $10.15 till the 7th of July. We got Nintog. Nidhog, 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 Nidhog two for fifty percent um, at eleven twenty-five until the eleventh of July. July, and we've got Hypnospace Outlaw for sixty percent off for ten thirty until the fifteenth of July. Uh, I feel place- like I feel like yeah. you're you're still got your Minute Man thing, Minute Mike in your head. You're like trying to rush through it. So on PlayStation, uh, for PS Plus games, I'm still in your thunder now, Intergod. Uh, available from the 6th of July until the 2nd of August, we have a Plague Tale Innocence on PS5 only. Amazing game. We've had that on, on Xbox Game Pass as well. We've got Call of Duty Black Ops 4, uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds, and Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown, which is still available until the 5th of August. What about an Xbox? 20. So, yeah, a couple of updates. So first, Games of Gold, we got the the next month's worth. So Planet Alpha, uh, Xbox One, is available from 1st of July till 31st of July. Rock of Ages 3, Make and Break, is available from 16th of July till the 15th of August. And for Backwards Compatible, we've got a uh, X- OG Xbox game, Conquer Live and Reloaded, available from 1st of July till 15th of July, and a 360 game, some, uh, a collection I really love, called the Midway Arcade Origins Collection, available from the 16th of July till the 31st of July. And just to confirm, they're all playable on Xbox One and beyond um, backwards compatible. So unfortunately, we've got some um, pretty... You know, sad Game Pass removals um, leaving on the 14th of July. We have CrossCode leaving console and PC oh, Game Pass. Right. Got to play that. Absolutely great game. Uh, if you are interested in playing it, it's not a short game. I would say it's probably <laughs> about 35, 40 hours if you want to do everything. So get onto it if you want to play it. Downwell, a nice um, uh, arcade game, or like mobile arcade game, uh, is leaving PC Game Pass. And Endless Space 2 is leaving PC Game Pass. I'll never stop saying this, but they need to give people more warning. Like CrossCode, you'd have to play yeah. it from this point on like three to four hours a day to be able to get through it. Yeah, what? yeah. It's stupid. It's so dumb. Downwell is interesting. The guy who wrote Downwell um, works at Nintendo now. So great really game. game. Yeah, it's a great I game. absolutely suck at it, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a really, really cool game. And you can actually play it flipped vertically on um, the Switch as well. Very, very cool. All right, let's get into our features. Swinny? 
yeah, so this week I wanted to take a look at a, a new game just ran, that I randomly saw that um, I, I has buzz about it, but I didn't hear about it until uh, basically I just saw an achievement list pop up. I'm like, what is this game? And I looked at it, I'm like, oh, man, this looks awesome. So I essentially had a played about 15 hours of the gothic metroidvania souls-like called ender lily's quietus of the nights so this game is out essentially on everything as of uh and all coming out on everything i should say so it's available on pc switch xbox one and xbox series x now but it is coming to playstation 4 and playstation 5 in q3 2021 i think it was meant to release at the same time for whatever reason it was pushed back so this was developed by uh yeah studio named Livewire and published by Binary Haze Interactive. Honestly, I couldn't find much about these two um, outfits, so it's very possible that this is the first game they've put out, Um, but I'd love to be wrong about that. I'd love to see if they've done anything before this. But, yeah, I the first thing I'm just going to do is Mike. So this is, right, Metroidvania. Mm -hmm. This is a (gasps) Souls-like. This has RPG mechanics. And it's got a cool dark fantasy setting. Oh my god! 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 Are you oh going to buy this game? <laughs> <laughs> this is an audio podcast. Remember that. Don't yeah, just look at forgets. me. Don't forgets. just look at me. Are you going to buy this game? It, this game is made for you. <sighs> Probably. So okay. it's also got bullet hell like functionality in it. Just looking at the images, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, I've only come across one part of that so far. So, but basically, this game, what is it? So, as I mentioned, it's they call it a dark fantasy two D action RPG, but to me, it is really you could say Metrovania Souls like, and it's it's oh, to me, damn it. it just nails it perfectly. And when I say the Metrovania part is fairly obvious, when I say the Souls like, you know, I'm saying that as someone that loves the Souls game, so I don't say it lightly, because it has a bonfire equivalent called um, a respite with basically respawns enemies, um, but that also refills your Estus flask equivalent called mm-hmm. prayers. And the enemy placement, which I'll get into a bit as well, is very Souls-like. So it's not; it doesn't have a stamina bar, but it also feeds the lore through drip feed, um, item description, things as well. So it's very much got that vibe. You go into a boss fight, it has the name appear above the... the, the um, health bar just like so like you know it's very souls in that regard but what does this game play like so it has light rpg mechanics it's definitely they're definitely light in the sense that you level up and you can equip relics to give you passive buffs but it's not like you're sitting there respecting your character or anything like that um but you can upgrade something called spirits and i'll get into a second but the only other thing is um just like your symphony of the night you when you're exploring the world you'll find items that then boost your health and things like that so it's very much kind of combining the two worlds of the metroidvania and, and the, the rpg there but the spirits so spirits are the skill system of the game basically the entire combat system and this is probably the most unique aspect of ender lily's uh, Part you know that sets it aside from something like your Hollow Knight or your Symphony of the Night or anything like that. Basically, your character you play as a like a little girl that she doesn't actually directly attack the enemies. So she she has spirits that basically you can assign to any of you. I think it's like A, B, and X on an Xbox controller that you can basically that's your moves, and then you can press the R B button to swap to another palette of moves. So basically, you can equip up to six combat actions at any time and they yeah the spirits appear so i think um 
Zelda in Smash Brothers, she can like summon a Phantom Knight to attack someone. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like a persona from, you know, the Persona games or like a stand from JoJo or something where this spirit appears above, around your, your character and then attacks the enemy. It's really, really neat. It looks great. Um, but mechanically, it's not too different from the souls in um, Aria of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow. So in that being, you can find, you defeat tough enemies and bosses and then you gain those abilities via their those spirits so it works in a similar way you can actually upgrade those spirits um so you can basically you know i think level them up to like six different levels so it gives them you know um uh, you know basically just gives them more attack power but also just you know i think projectiles you can shoot more projectiles and also allows you to do you know basically you've got a limited amount some of them you've like there's a counter move that you can press a spirit and you can only do it like 14 times but each time you go back to your respite your bonfire um you will it will replenish them all um and yeah basically it's it's really cool i really like that particular aspect of the game as i said it's probably the most unique part of it in terms of the world and game design honestly if you play any metroidvania you know what to expect and that's not a bad thing it's just Hey, it's it's one of those games. Um, the map will mark an area if it's incomplete or, um, you know, if you've completed, which is pretty neat. And it'll also show if there's any exits you haven't found. So just glancing at a map, you can immediately tell, hey, do I need to go back and backtrack and to find anything? You mm-hmm. can fast travel between the, the those respites as well. So ah, awesome. Yeah. Good quality and, of life thing. Yeah. And... I talked to, so the enemy placement to me this is one of the biggest inspirations from Souls. So it definitely feels like when you're going through the areas, if you just rush through, you're going to get wrecked. You need to actually learn the placements, and it's not random. You know the enemies are placed each time they get respawned in the exact same places, and it's very yeah very closer to Souls than something like Symphony Night, where it feels like a lot of the enemies are just fodder. These enemies, you have to kind of be more a bit more meticulous until you're overpowered and you run through the the weaker enemies. Mm. In terms of presentation, honestly, it's it's got this really cool ethereal gothic vibe to it. It's kind of like a darker child of light, if anyone ever played that, but to uh-huh. me, much, much nicer. Um, it looks gorgeous. You, you can run along the ground and you see reflections off the puddles and, you know, that's just underneath the character as you run past. Really, really neat. The backgrounds have a, a cool 3D parallax effect. So overall, I think it's a really, really nice-looking game. The enemy designs are... They're, they're neat, but nothing super special. Bosses have so far have been a bit unremarkable in design. Mechanically, they're, they're pretty fun. And the music is probably my favorite part of the game so far. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's very Nia-esque uh, with a lot of haunting vocal melodies. It's actually composed by, there's a Japanese indie classical music group called, uh, I think, the Millie. I hadn't heard of them before this, but I looked them up after it. And... Yeah, this soundtrack's getting a lot of buzz. You can purchase it separately on Steam as well, but even on YouTube, there's just people just absolutely loving this. So mm-hmm. overall, I think Ender Lilies is, is really, really good. Um, as I said, I'm still only about 10 to 15 hours in. I don't know if it's a super long game. Um, I've The only kind of idea I have is there's an achievement for getting up to level 100 and I'm at level 30 and I'm about 10 to 15 hours in. So I don't know if that is an idea of how long the game is, but it doesn't feel like it's going to be super long. So, yeah, I really recommend it. I really do. Awesome. I'm actually really keen to check this game out. Yeah, ditto. I'm I'm checking if I can get a code for it. Ooh. Can you get two codes for it? No. (laughs) 
rather than support the developer. <laughs> that is supporting the developer. What do you mean? Reviewing is like, mm, that's actually probably yeah. more of a support than buying it. Sure. Yeah. I, the 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 mechanic you mentioned reminds me of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, where you have the uh, kind of like summon things. Yeah, so they they're very is that much similar. Yeah, so okay. that is a good um, a good comparison. But the reason I said Ari and Dawn of Sorrow is because obviously they were the inspiration yeah, for that course, stuff yeah. for yeah. for Bloodstained. But yeah, it's very much like okay, you can find this stuff, and I don't know how many there are. I've probably got about. 13 spirits at the moment mm-hmm. some of them are tied into story bosses some of them are tied into just tough enemies you find in the level but honestly it's not going to be hard to probably find them all but they also upgrade your environmental ability so metroidvania style you they will give you double jumps you swim that's in water. what i was gonna ask next so they double up as a an upgrade some of, some of them do some are like the story okay. ones too yeah. cool, cool so that'll gate awesome. off your progress and lay to go back and get new oh, items and stuff so boy this sounds right up oh, my cool, alley man. We might be getting a code for it, so yeah. All right, cool, awesome. I, I'm really keen to check this out. I reckon I was just checking it on the Switch because this is like one of those weird ones, Mike, that you want to mm. play on the Switch. Yeah. But is it like Bloodstained, where it's like so compromised, it's not worthwhile? And from what yeah. I've seen, because not many people have reviewed it, it does seem pretty decent on the Switch. It's just like minor okay. hitching, so yeah, it's fine. which I don't mind. It's like that kind of stuff is very subjective and very personal. Like some people. It's like if mm. it hitches like three times in an hour, it's too much. Some people, that's fine. So yeah, but like Bloodstain was fine. It didn't really deter from it that much. Oh, okay. But obviously, playing I it do- on on uh, Xbox was better experience because I tried it on both. Yeah, but also but when at the did same you- time, handheld was awesome. So, but also, when did you play Bloodstain? Because they patched the hell out yeah. of that game. Ooh, yeah. Anyway, anyway later, I think I've been close yeah. to launch actually, so that's a good okay. point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, no, very cool. I, I really want to check that out and see how we go. And yeah, I, I might just wait for a sale. Otherwise, and just uh, pick it up. All right, let's go to our very, very special feature. Our game of some other year, Gosoi, nineteen ninety five. So last week we decided nineteen ninety five will be the next year that's bestowed on the game of some other year title. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, insane roster, the Corona Triggers, the Donkey Kong Country twos, the Tekkens, the Ridge Races. What we have to do, though, is pick six games. So that's our official six nominees. We are changing it up a little bit, so we have a top ten. So we'll have four extra games, so I guess like seven, eight, nine, ten that we need to work through. Um, We all have one pick that we can just force in if we want to, and that can only happen in that seven, eight, nine, ten spot. Uh, And, yeah, we'll go from there. It's going to be on for for a young and old, I think. So look at this insanity. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, love it. How, so, long did, how long did that take you to lay Not that as out? long as I... Look, you know, just the behind-the-scenes secret of the show, I automate, because, you know, I, I spent all this time learning mathematics and programming and never using it really in my work life, um, being a business person. But I, I normally code everything that we do on the show, so that's fast for me to do it, and, you know, it doesn't take time. This, I started coding it, but I was just so tired. I just ended up doing him manually. 
See, on my, on my screen, it's quite pixelated, so it's kind of funny. I know what a lot of them are, but I look at Mortal Kombat 3 and the text underneath is just jumbled mess oh, on my screen. Etigod yeah. <laughs> sometimes makes this mistake and forgets that we have audio listeners. So just to describe this to our audio <laughs> listeners, <laughs> we Go have on, a, an array of game covers on the screen, which covers, I think, most of the the big games if not all of them it's uh, all of the games that we consider worthy two, three, of discussion four, five, so there's six, six, 82 five. from memory i was gonna say all right about 82 i mean i'm gonna oh, talk 80, about all sorry, 82 80. by the way so it's 80, well 80. Out. so there's 80, out. 80 games that we are considering and then i think what we do is so this is also games like you know nba live 96 stuff like this right where it's just like i i, I personally think we just go let's just acknowledge and move on if that that, that's, a, that's a number one. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to do a quick pass of just like downing games? So, you know, games that, you know, yes, they're on the list, but probably won't get to the final stages of consideration or discussion. Is that, okay. is that a good yeah. approach? Yeah. Uh, all right. Earthbound. Shut cool up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, you idiots. I'm going to take NBA, NBA Live. I'm going to drag down here. NBA Live 96. Gar- Garfield, maybe. That was my number one. <laughs> uh, this baseball game on Saturn. Uh, uh, what about Garfield? Are we really going to? Yeah, let's drag down Garfield. Where's Garfield? I mean, it wasn't a bad game. I actually remember How, how do you it. do it like a bit sequentially? It's like... Instead of jumping yeah, all over like ADHD, mister? I can't see. Yeah, we can't tell <laughs> what the game is. Re- hang on, let's see if I can make this a little so that bit. Was a, I know okay, that's, a, no, that's an NFL game, isn't it? No. Rayman, maybe. Yeah, that's an NFL game. No, let, yeah, leave Racer. that. No, no, leave mm. that. No, no, I'm just saying the obvious ones that are just yeah, like... okay, well, Ridge Racer. Is Ridge Racer no, really something? Wait, wait, no. You're an idiot. Okay. You're an absolute idiot sometimes. Fair enough. We'll all right, second it. row, uh, NHL, like drag that down. Okay. None of us are clearly mid... Mid nineties sports game fans. No, I am, but I just think ninety six is not a particular like mm. interesting year. Ninety four would have been challenging because you got NHL ninety four, Madden. There's a whole there bunch of games. The, there is the game that, um, and I see where it is. It's right in the middle, next full throttle. But mm. um, the game that I made sure was on here that um, I do love. Oh, yeah, but international it's, superstar I don't, soccer. Yeah. Deluxe, Deluxe specifically. I love that game, but I don't think it's going to make yep. the cut. No, no. Let's just uh, make quick decisions because cool. it's yep. going to take forever. Uh, Clock Tower. Rystar. Just wait. Clock What's Tower. Rystar? I wanted to raise Rystar. it, but I want to drag that down. Yeah. How do you right. know? Maybe I had it. <laughs> you don't even know what Cl- Clock Tower is. Tell me what Clock Tower is. And what's the it's history like behind it? Uh, uh, it's like an adventure game. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> a point. Well, not not quite a point and click, like mist kind of. <laughs> no. Game. All right. Uh, I'm dragging down D. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not- Madden okay. 96. That's not the best Madden in that era. Uh, mm. What else is just like some of the real obvious ones? Beavers and Butthead. Get rid of that. No, hey, 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 hey. Okay, hey, okay. Just, hey. I, yeah, okay. If it's, not, if it's not super clear, let's Point. just. All right, cool, cool, cool. Keep it How up about there. Blade Force? I don't even know what that yeah, game yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, drag that down. So some of these games I've included because they're like <clears throat> 3DO game of the year and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, how about the first Air Combat? Yeah, I'm drag not, that out. I'm yeah. not going to choose yeah. that. I know it's Maybe a beloved series. But we're not, yeah. Yeah, we've called it out. Alpine Racer, uh, arcade game, drag that down. Nah. Yeah. This is not getting any easier looking at the rest of the list. No, but the idea is we, we <laughs> just eliminate cool. some of the real easy ones. Yeah, how, yeah, about, yeah. how about Defender 2000 on the Jaguar? I don't know where that is. Yeah, just... uh, yeah let me look for okay, it. Okay, to take that one down. 
Maybe I'll, actually integrate. You lead it so that you okay, know where yeah, the stuff is. Okay, here we go. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that yeah. down there. Okay, what about Rice Star? What's that one? Second row. Yeah, Rice Star is a really cool game, but I don't think it's. I don't think any. Yeah, let's yeah. take that down. It is a kind of crazy year because, like, a lot of these games, like, I've got a list of 18 games and I'm like, uh, uh Battle Arena to shit in. Ooh. All right, let's move on. If, if it's at all. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah we just Garfield, move on. Garfield, Garfield. Where is it? Which, which row? It's oh, on the right so, hand side. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, right okay, we'll take that yeah. down. I don't the Garfield's cool. gone. Some of these games are so small. Fade to black. Take that out. No. Okay, move on. No. Right, well, well, I don't want to discuss well, it. I don't want to discuss yeah, it. No, yeah, no, no. Fine. If yeah. there's any doubt, Jumping Flash, take that out. What's the one no, with the green no. man? Okay, okay, okay. What's the green man guy? Uh, Vector Man. Yeah, that out. I, it's all right. Uh, take that out. All right, take that out. It is a good game. The Dig? No. King. All right, move on, move on. Now, if there's any doubt, we'll just move on for now. And we'll come back to it. Uh, King of Fighters 95, cool arcade game. Very seminal for me, but I'd put that down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm happy to put See it you, down. See you, Terry. Uh, <laughs> Twisted Metal? Mm. I see the thing. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Twisted Metal (laughs) Two exists, so I can't. Yeah. Okay. So wait, was that a yes or a no? No, take it out. Take it out. Take it out. Because of Twisted Metal Two, unfortunately. If there's a debate, then keep it in. Donkey Kong Land, fantastic game. Donkey Kong Country Two was released in the same year. Sorry, that's got to go. I would not call Donkey Kong Land a fantastic game. Oh, I think it's actually really cool. And I played a lot of that. Okay. I think I think for what it is, and it's on Game Boy, it's incredible. Trash of a game. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong Land two and three are good. Donkey Kong Land can go suck balls. Yeah, it's just like Donkey Kong Country one. Uh, Luna, very good game, but yeah, All right, let's move on. Just, let's move on. Let's way move better on. RPGs this year. So we move, move take it out. out. Okay, move take it, it out. Gex, three D O game. Oh, I remember nah. it, but take it out. Poor yeah. Gex. Really sold well Gex. though. Gex. That was a good game. A lot I of these games it. are great. They're just not yeah. going to have a chance in our top. World Heroes Perfect. No. Out. Out. All right. Sorry, fighting game fans. We're trashing a lot of the SNK games. <laughs> no, but there's, there's, there, are, there are a lot of fighting games on this list, though. That's some mm. of the struggle. Uh, well, man, it's already getting, like, a lot, lot of games I either want to talk about. Or, What's that? Eternal Empress? I can't. I have no idea what it says. Eternal Champions. Eternal Champions. So that is... I, I wish I'd play that game more. Let, yeah, it's it's very... It's a big... On the Mega game, CD. But. Yeah. Right, that's out. So I'm just dragging these all the way down to okay. the bottom for yep. now. Uh, What's the chaos? Uh, <laughs> the one that just moved a little bit. Yeah, chaos bit. control. Oh, yeah. Not sure of that game. All right, let's know. drag it out. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> so, Why not be the best game really of the year? Game, <laughs> just, drag, <laughs> you know, just drag out the best game. Just drag the, the games we don't know. Uh, <sighs> Phantasmagoria. Magoria. No. Very, no. Like very no. seminal game for me. I remember when it was like banned in Australia and stuff like that. Yeah. One of the early banned games, but that's not going to be game of the year. I don't think that game's regarded Probably for not. its quality of the game itself. So No, no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, Crusader. Did it, we already, already mentioned oh, that? Chris see, no, I, want, I want to keep All right, move on, move on, move on. I like that one. No, let's just move on. Uh, oh, okay, no. Ooh, I'm really just trying to pick off the easy wins here, but this is getting... WrestleMania? Was that oh, yeah, let's get... Yeah, right. you can... That game's not bad. Where is it? I'm not top 10. Where is it? I don't know where Which it is. Which row? Oh, oh, third, third, third row. Third row. Third row. Midway third at the end or... Third. Oh, third. Okay, third yeah, yeah. Drag that out. Warhawk. Move it out. Yeah, probably one. Yeah, probably. Sweden, yeah. any objections? No, no objections. Okay, no objections. So, I, you know what? It feels like we've done hundreds, but we're not even halfway. 
Oh, Have gosh. we? Did we already take out World Series baseball? Uh, let me just. Double I check. don't know where it is. I'm no, just... yeah, we have. We have. All right, okay. cool. Mm. Oh, it's getting tougher. It is, um, God, dude. It's it's elevated already. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I'm also skipping over ones that I think, uh, like you know, you guys might raise an objection to. So I'm not even mentioning it at this stage. Night Warriors. So uh, the. I don't know what they. Can... Oh, Darkstalkers. Yeah, Darkstalkers Dark for us. Uh, yeah, no, there's no. I, I, we're we're gonna get not. so much hate from. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, I mean, this is, it's not like we're saying, like, we, the fact that these games were even appeared on here yeah, means yeah, that yeah. they were considered, yeah, you we want to, we want to flag it. We like it. Like that game was really cool. I remember in the arcades at the time, man, that was sick. That looks so sick. That game, uh, comic zone, very cool looking game on the Mega Let, Drive slash Genesis. Well, it's not trash. just yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Descent. Mm. Very cool game, but I just can't see it in the top ten. There's another very similar game in this list that I would leave in over it. So I think I know what you're talking about. I haven't mentioned terminal velocity. Yeah, yeah, correct. um, Uh, The different games, but okay, yeah. No, but they're very similar. Oh, very similar. So, so we'll get rid of. Yeah, I reckon you can probably get rid of that one. I I won't pick it. As good as it is. All right. This is. I mean, we are cutting into the real games now. Well, (laughs) that's a terrible way to phrase it. We're cutting into the games that I think some people would put in their top 10 now. Um, Mega Man 7? Um, yeah, I'm not going to choose Mega Man 7. I'm not going to choose it either, so. Very, very cool game. Um, I mm-hmm. like it, but no. Uh, what's the, sorry, what's the top right game? I this one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is very, very Tales. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've tried to love Tales of Fantasia. Um, I don't know if it's just because I... You know, I had to play it emulated. There was no other way yeah. I could play it um, and also translated. I don't think it's going to make our top 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, if you're not lobbying for it, it definitely won't be. So, yeah, it's obviously started a series that I do love, but yeah. I'm I not kept it in there for you. I kept 10. that in there for you. Yeah. Uh, um, and you mentioned Kirby, Mike. Which Kirby? There's two Kirby games. Uh, Kirby's Avalanche. Ooh, nah, not, nah, a... move on, move on. Yeah, okay. move on. Okay. Uh, okay, like Mario Tennis on the Virtual Boy. No. Very okay. It's actually a really good game, but yeah. Have that. any of us played it? Yeah, I've played it. Right an that. emulator. Uh, not the real version. And then okay. also Red Alarm. Let, let me just search for where Red Alarm is. Red Alarm's... Uh, wait, that's not Red Alarm. Hmm? Yeah, Red Alarm's here. That's another very uh, famous Virtual Boy game that I'm going to drag because you guys definitely wouldn't have played that. Oh, man. Should we be playing it, though? Hmm. Jesus, what's this? Any more fighting games that were unlikely to be? Oh no, we already said that we were not going to move that game. I am about... skipping over games that I think you will raise an objection to. How about Time oh. Crisis? Yeah, oh, no, uh... no, no. Let's just keep it for now. Uh, Destruction Derby. If the sequel was better, so yeah. unfortunately yeah. I'm going to say no. That I was, enjoyed it back in the so day, but no, you can game. take it out. That game I know, was, it was awesome. so. Cool. Frickin it's cool. very will any of us pick it's it. Such game, it's such a 90s game, man. It's very important. It's very important to the early days of the PlayStation, but there's also yeah. other games on here that represent that better for me. Oh, and much mm. more important as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh we're making progress. We're making progress. Yeah. Like what's the can you guys eyeball like what are we looking at here? What about Dark Forces? We're about 20 25 so, or so. Yeah, Dark Forces. I, I love Jedi game. Knight. I love Jedi Knight, but I didn't spend enough time with the original. Different kind of game too. Uh, it was more of a first-person shooter from memory. Well, yeah. Jedi Knight was also uh, happy to take it out. Yeah, personally. Look, I yeah. love this game, but yeah, happy. same. I think we have to get into the ones where Which, we are. We, are we realistically getting into the ten, yeah. the top yeah. ten. All right, yeah. so um, 
Oh, I've got a game that I 100% want to trash. Yeah, um, which one? Is Dracula X. Oh, really? Why? It's a horrible game. It's not a horrible it, game. It is. It's absolute trash of a game. It is a... It, Rondo of Blood is a great game, and yes. that is a horrible, horrible adaptation of it. I hired that game out, and I was, I wait, I'm so sad that I wasted my money on that piece of shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. really and I love Castlevania. <laughs> Dracula, no, no, I feel like we Dracula X is it in. Yeah, let, um, that's going to be my no, forced nominee now. <laughs> you guys have right, well, played Dracula X? No. Yeah, I have played it, but I don't we, hate on it as much as you We do. just want you to play but it again. It's out. It's out. It's out. Okay, it's out. Jeez, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's out. It's out. Um, I don't care if I offend anybody. It's a shit game. All right, now <laughs> come at Swinney, Swinney at uh, gmail.com and <laughs> send all your hate mail to him, not to me. <laughs> I feel sorry for that person that has yeah, that account. Swinney at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? It's this Swinney. Uh, all right. right. How, how about Rayman? Oh, see, mm. yeah. Look, we yeah, we got to get into the ones that are like not going to make it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to make like, it, and I like the game. Yeah, same. But I feel I also feel like it's going to be a really hard one to judge because it's that PlayStation 3D era that just doesn't really hold. It's the not 3D. It's 2D. It's 2D. <laughs> it was at the two. Oh, that was the 2D one. Don't worry, viewers. Yeah. Uh, Swinney and Intergot will drive this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, Ooh, look, yeah, amazing uh, series, you know, later games just incredible, like nine, <coughs> nine slash 10 out of 10 games. But yeah, this one definitely doesn't hold up as well. All right. Okay. So Rayman's gone. Can, can Okay. Can we do a different thing now? Can we, yeah, some- so I'll start dragging things around a little bit. Okay. Can we start just going, what are things that we think are just locks for ballpark top 10? Okay, right. right? That I'm gonna so we can just separate okay, cool. a little bit. Do you want to do that, Swinny? So, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a plan. Okay. Um, so let's, let's. where's Corona one Trigger? Each? Why, don't, why don't we at this point, do you guys want to do one each? Uh, sure. And this is, this is not like saying these are in the top 10. We just think yeah. that, you know, from our perspective, they're, you yes. know, top 10 games. Yeah. All right, you go, Mike. Okay, so I'm going to go with Heroes of Might and Magic. Uh, okay. Bottom, at the bottom, the third one. Yep. All right. Swinney? Um, I'm going to go <coughs> with Mortal Kombat 3. Whoa, interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for Earthbound. Okay, I'm going to go with Worms. Okay. Swinney? I'm going to go with, sorry, I'm just looking around, with uh, Kirby's Dreamland 2. Whoa. Where is it? It's going to be such an interesting mix. (laughs) First row, third. Yeah. I am going to go with, and I've got to look for it. It's a bit tricky because I've moved everything and I've lost all my places. Tactics Ogre. Oh, okay. Uh, Warcraft 2. Warcraft 2, where is it, Mike? Help me it's out in here. the top, top row, row in the middle. Middle-ish. Yep. That's the one I, I downloaded a specific cover because when he called it out. Um, is it me? Yep. Yeah, I'm going for Earthworm Jim 2. That's second. It's second. Damn. Interesting one. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, I'm going to go for... Hmm. I'm going to say second in that Dinsetsu 3. Okay, uh, full throttle and right, the middle. Right. That's in the middle second in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Donkey Kong Country 2. Well, we've already got 10 here, but... <laughs> no, no. Like okay. I think at this point we're going to kind of start to see uh, process elimination here, you know. Well, I'm going to go Yoshi's Island. 
Okay, I'm going to go, I have no mouth and I must scream uh, at the middle oh, over to the right next to Ridge Racer and next to Mech Warrior. This one? Middle. Yep, that's the one. All right, let me try to squeeze this in. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm laboring this because you're they- dragging stuff around. I'm going to go <laughs> Secret of Evermore. Oh, okay, cool. You might as well just put Chrono Trigger in there, bloody hell. Are you going to help me? Where <laughs> just drag it? it in there. Just, just drag it in there. Just put it in. <laughs> where where is it? Second, middle of the second row. On the left. Middle of the, the second middle. row. Yep. Left okay. of the middle. Yeah. All right. Like, let's just, like, put that up here. All right. Well, All like, right. let's just hold that for now. Because, like, that's a freaking oh, That's way more than that 10. I want. Well, that's okay. more than 10 anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. I'd like Dark Seed. I'd like Crusader. I like yeah, Commanding Conquer, please. We're going to get through the rest, though. All right. Let's start cutting. Let's go back to the cutting. Uh... You know how much I am an obsessive fan of Picross and Mario's Picross, <clears throat> amazing <clears throat> game. Just I just struggle to see how it's going to be in the top ten. I agree, it's good yep, to see it. Yeah, it's also uh, Picross. It's kind of like <laughs> it's Picross. You know, it's no, well, great. Like, yeah. it's, no. it's great, but it's not kind of like top ten material. Great. Uh, look, I I don't agree with that kind of thought pattern. Like. You know, if it was a year that Tetris came out, I'd I'd be fighting for that to be in the top ten. I think Tetris is one of the greatest games ever. And you can just go, oh, it's just Tetris. It's not very much to it. Picross, I mm. love Picross, man. I freaking love Picross. I'm gonna I'm gonna take out Hexen if you guys want. Love yeah. the game back yeah. in the day. Yeah. But I just I'm glad we got it here. I love Hexen. Being agreed. What by a cool all of era us. of games, you know, where they're just oh, like man. modding it and you know, like they're going on to go on to uh Call of Duty. Like, you know, leading some of the Call of Duty games. Pretty incredible. Um, I'm suggesting we take out Wipeout. It is a very, yes, very well-regarded game. I know. Yes. Yes. No, but like, again, like, I, know, these are all, I, know. I agree, these, though. These are all good games. Or yeah. Most are good games. Um, <laughs> not and to, not and Wipeout, Dracula. <laughs> yeah, not Dracula. Wipeout is obviously one of them. Uh, again, mm-hmm. like, you, you can't. I can't separate the fact that I've seen what a better version of that game is, and that's you know, that that's not the last game on this list. That also I feel the same. Okay, okay. I think I know we're going to go with that. I think I'm yeah. already forecasting. Uh, I won't remove games that Mike has added. I'm you struggling. Can if you really, really want to, but it depends which one. I'll probably get rid of Street Fighter Alpha. So Street Fighter Alpha, insane game, and also kind of yeah. like. Not rebooted, but, you know, Street Fighter was kind of like hitting a lull with Street Fighter 2 and just the deviations mm. on that. And it really sh- shook the formula up and uh, revitalized the franchise. I mean, not revitalized, it just grew the franchise even more. I think from memory, Alpha 2 is where that series really found its footing. Um, that's where a lot of the hallmarks of that of that series really came into play. And obviously Alpha 3 was just like had so much stuff in it, so... Yeah, I think Alpha 2 is the best. But Alpha, I think, had the biggest impact from, like, living through that. But, yeah, we were going to remove it for now. Yeah. yeah I'm okay and and by the way, any of these games that are removed, uh, theoretically, you could add back in with your one pick to add a game in to the 7 to 10 mark. Could in theory, but I feel like there's already plenty of games on the screen left that yeah, will fall I know, I'm just saying, that. I'm just mentioning. Yeah. Like, to me, these are the clear. Uh, none of us are probably going to pick any of these games. That's why they're down there. Yep, maybe. What do you guys think of Mech Warrior 2? Amazing game. Oh, amazing game. So many so fun good. memories of it. Yeah. But are any of us really going to go pick that for game of the year? It's borderline for me, like 10 in the top 10. Okay, it's keep, a, it's, it, keep it then. No, keep it. Keep no, it I'm, I, I'm happy to remove it. 
it's a no from me again like that's a that series was very important. Um, mm-hmm. Weirdly, I actually like the SNES, weird SNES ports of those games. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, yeah. They're so <laughs> tops are very different. They're not 3D. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, so any suggestions for uh, I'm going to suggest uh, Dragon Quest VI. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I've never played it. Um, I don't know if it's well-regarded entry in the series. If it is, then I apologize. But I haven't played it, um, so I can't speak to it. So Yeah, you know, I think in those early days, probably Dragon Quest three is the one that's the one that is in everyone's mind as the generational one that they really call out. And it's also one, the one that's getting the Octopath treatment. So one day I'm going to play through them all and then I'll regret that decision, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, but I think you've got to also think, Swinny, it's going to go up against like Chrono Trigger. Right? Mm. Like, I, yeah, it definitely doesn't have that cachet for people. Um Ooh, I'm just going to say Command and Conquer. Ooh. Hmm. So that, I, that, I actually had that high in my list, to be honest. It is in my S- top 10, my yeah, personal top yeah. 10, when I look at it. But I don't know, man. I'm starting to look through all these other games, and I'm like, oh, geez, like, how's it going to fit? I, I agree. If this yeah, was the year that Red Alert hit, it'd be a different story for me. Yeah, Red Alert. Dude, I was going to say the exact same thing. Red Alert, man. Whew, I love hmm, that game. I don't See, there's other things I'd take in out instead like fate to black as good as that game was i don't know if had the all right same well, do you want to just put it on the borderline and I'll then put we'll the talk about it yeah. a little bit later we'll talk about it again fade to black i'll take out everyone comfortable with that yep yeah all right that's done good game that was the sequel to terminal velocity i know that we spoke uh, about descent Wait no, but whose turn is it? It's a Mike's turn. Oh, I don't know. Are we doing it in turns now? I thought we would keep <laughs> right, going. Let's, in yeah, turns, let's keep so. going. It's working. Okay. Well, I, w- I would keep Dark Sea two. Keep. Keep. No, we're, we're, we're eliminating. We're eliminating. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're keeping it. <laughs> Fuck uh, me. What Panzer Dragoon was that? Any? I haven't played it, so I I, I don't know. That game was probably one of the biggest Saturn games, but I never played the original. Um, I think it's important mm. for us to at least acknowledge the fact that you know. Mm. That was one of the biggest games of that era. Um, it's the biggest also, Saturn game. It's a big. I think it's the biggest Saturn game. Yeah, but also I know that uh, the love is more so for like your Panzer Dragon Saga, um, where it kind of the series, you know, where it went, as opposed to the first game. But mm. um, I don't think any of us are going to put it in our top ten. No, no. Uh, I had it in my like eighteen. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't even have it in my eighteen. Okay. So I think it's probably out. Yeah, it's out. <laughs> Panzer Dragoon. That's getting uh, tougher. What's the game? I can't see what it is. Uh, the first game on the top row now. Oh, like uh, the adjusted one? Polestar. Pulse, Polestar, what is that? I can't see what that game is. Um, Let me just look it up. Clearly, clearly, okay. I, we, clearly we don't know what it is, so mm. we're, we're not going to be choosing it, so that's my choice, so... Yeah, Neo Geo, Neo Geo game. Yeah, it obviously could be a great game. Well, um, highly regarded by a lot of people. Um, Let me just see yeah. a screenshot of it. But I, yeah, I don't think it's going to make it regardless. So. It's it's um, a horizontal uh, shooter. But yeah, okay. let's remove it. it it's actually yeah. highly regarded by a lot of people. I didn't know mm-hmm. if you guys had played it before, so I wanted to make sure no. it's on the list. <clears throat> I haven't played What's- it. Uh, you're, you're uh, my next. my removal, uh, and you know we should be removing games that we care about. Uh, Super Bomberman Three. I absolutely adore uh, Bomberman and the SNES Bomberman. I know the Saturn Bomberman is probably the best Bomberman in that era. You could play ten players. Um, 
I, I do think on the SNES, the series did peak probably with Bomberman 5. You could just do so much crazy shit in that. That was only Japan only. Um, but I used to play that a lot. It was really fun. Super Bomberman 3 is the Western release. That's the latest. It was great, but I, I think that's got to go. Yeah, I love it, yeah, but yeah, yeah we got to cut. we got to cut the ones we love as well. Mm. So. Cut the ones we love. All right, Mike, what's a cut? What What's the one with the half-naked dude? Top row. Tekken. Ah, oh, the original Tekken. The well, first game. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe focus on ones that you would specifically, cut. You specifically, like. sorry, specifically the um, PlayStation, PlayStation Tekken. Yeah. The arcade release was released in 94. 94. Late, late 94, yeah, I believe. Just getting hard. What's the bottom left? Sorry, sorry, not the bottom left, not Kirby's Avalanche, above Kirby's Avalanche. Uh, Toshin, that is that Toshin? Yeah, see. Battle Arena, Toshin. I think oh. we can cut that. Yeah, it, cut that, that. Is, that is, All right. that series got better with the, I think, number two. Yep. Um, but it's just there's better games, unfortunately. So Are you going to cut one of your games, Mike? He could just call that out, so it's my turn. Oh, okay. Um, what about XCOM? XCOM Terror from the Deep. I've yeah. never played it. I don't know. The original XCOM. No, this is the sequel, I believe. Oh, I thought it was, was the first one. Sequel to the original? So I, I, was... I was looking it up because I wasn't mm. sure. Let me double check that because mm. I thought it said it was a sequel to XCOM something something. Oh, um, I think this is just the wrong image. I think... so. I'm just sorry. I'm just going on there now. Oh no, 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 no! It is a sequel. A sequel to XCOM UFO Defense. Ah, okay. Then yeah, we'll take that one out. Sorry, I thought it was the original for some reason. Yeah, the original was '94. Yeah. All right, that's out. All right, Comic Zone. Yeah, insanely cool game. I know. We don't actually have good reps for like Genesis specifically, and Comic Zone is definitely one of them. You know, we're very much like. At least Winnie and I, Nintendo boys back in those days. Definitely yeah, want to shout my, it out. This is my favorite Genesis only game on here, honestly. Um, uh, same for me, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Although some well, of the we, games. We, say, we keep saying Genesis. It's the bloody Mega Drive. Mega Drive for us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I mean, I, th- I do think sometimes the Genesis version is probably a little bit superior in some of these games. Leave Earthworm Jim, I think, is better. Not well, sure about the sequel. I think the uh, first one. Okay, maybe just first one, maybe. Mm. But yeah, anyway, that's gone. So oh, Mike, <laughs> that was a quick drag. <laughs> Back up to me again. All right, wow. so we're getting we're getting there. Like, so just to get catch everyone up, we've got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, fifteen games in our top ten. <laughs> Sounds like us. <laughs> and then we've eliminated like a shed load of games, like 50 games. Uh, and then we've got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen games to decide. So we've got about this, 30 games in a top ten. This process is working well so far. So. Yeah, it's not too con- well, when we're we're making all the easy decisions. <laughs> yeah, but we're getting there. I know, mm. I know. That's the strategy I use at work. Just do all the easy stuff, just lull people in a false sense of security, and then trick people. All right, Mike. Come on, Mike. Ooh, tricky one. So as much as I want to keep as much as I want to keep it on the list, I know we can't keep everything, so I'm gonna have to take Crusader out. Uh where am I looking at? Crusader Crusader, no no remorse remorse in the middle. Crusader no remorse. Mm. It's a game that I always wanted to play. I never got a chance. Um it always looked cool. It's like the game I'd see in magazines and I'm like, oh that game looks sweet. Yeah. But I don't know if you have one. 
So I'm going to suggest what actually, yeah, I'm going to suggest Fantasy Star 4. Now, Fantasy Star 4 oh, is. You're just hating on the Genesis Mega Drive community. <laughs> uh, so, Fantasy Star 4 is, I think, regarded as the best Fantasy Star game. I just haven't played it. Um, so, I can't speak to it. And I've only played through Fantasy Star 2, and that game has a lot of issues. It was all right. Um, but I just don't think. As great as I've heard that Fantasy Star 4 is, I just it's not going to make it our top 10, so that's mm. why I'm suggesting it, it'd be cut. Not because yeah. it's their game. Yeah, I struggle. Like, so this game is super highly regarded. Like, yeah. Insanely highly regarded. And, like, just put bias on the table, right? Um, you know, we didn't grow up, Swinney or I, really, like with a Mega Drive. So I don't think we have that kind of, like, rose-tinted glasses on games. And I'm, I'm sure that we over egg some of the super nintendo games that we love i i actually have tried to play this game and it didn't gel with me man it really didn't gel with me so yeah we can't make the list damn yeah um unfortunate one day i'll hope to play it oh this is an easy one actually x-men children of the atom cool cool arcade game like such a cool yeah but i just yeah I don't know. I feel like there's better arcade games on this list that we haven't even put in there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm thinking we remove it. What do we think? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I, I agree. It's a such a cool game. Such man. a cool game. Such a cool game. All right, Mikey. Oh. Mm, maybe potentially controversial, but Terminal Velocity? I don't think it's controversial. Well, it's a huge game. I'm happy to remove it. But yeah, that's Apogee, my next one. Apogee. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I love Turn Velocity. I'm glad that it, it took this long for us to cut it. It's yeah. a very important game um, of early 3D on the uh, on PC. Um, I think it's great, but unfortunately, it's not going to make our top 10. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, whew, Jesus. Oh, my it's my turn. time to pee. Oh, do you just. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah, you go. So I'm going to suggest we cut Tekken. Oh, whoa. we're going into the deep cuts now. Shit. Really? I say that, I say that as, a, as, a, as a Tekken fan. I don't know, man. I don't know. The, because the first know. Tekken's very rough. It um, is very rough. Yeah. Tekken 2 is where the series is like, oh. that's, where, that's where it became the series that people love to this day. The first Tekken, I played heaps. Like, I play that game so much. Um, it's just really rough and it's kind of, and it's understandable that it's rough. It was the first game in a series of the early 3D fighters. I just don't think it's going to make our top 10. Um, mm. It's It was a good, it was almost like a good prototype for what Tekken 2 would be. And obviously Tekken 3 is one of my favorite games of all time. So, so I mean, like, let's talk about this, right? Let's lift the hood on this. So the way we do this is we are picking... Mm when it first released in uh, English-speaking countries, right? And then there's weird exceptions. And see, Tekken's one of them. So Tekken was released in arcade in 94 and then PlayStation in 95. Tekken 2 was released in the arcades in the West in 95. So should Tekken 2 be on the list? Mm, No, no. Because I think that for me, like, for me, the, the notable, like, the seminal releases, the, the PlayStation uh, one. Yeah, so that's like we get to make these choices. I'm not saying <laughs> we this hold is, the pen, motherfucker. I'm, I'm saying this <laughs> is not like 
you know, it has to be exactly what everyone's going to agree with. Um, I think if we're going to represent any game, even in these discussions, the the notable one of 94 to me was the PlayStation Port of Tekken 1. Yeah. And if we were talking 96, uh, then I guess uh, that was when Tekken 2 was ported, I think, 96. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Then you'd be talking about Tekken, Tekken 2 96. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, yeah, I, I just want to raise it, you know, because I'm sure someone will, will raise it. But, um, yeah. Look, it wasn't that big. I don't know. Maybe it's just the arcades that we went to. Tekken wasn't that big in the arcades we went to. Now, I know that Tekken mm. was really big in the arcades, but maybe that's more so in Japan and in the US. Um, yeah. But it was definitely not, the PlayStation version was massive. That was it's my not recollection a con- of it. It's not a controversial opinion to say that Tekken 1 was a bit was was rough around the edges. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of people think oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, but totally. But it's fun. People it's love fun. It, yeah. And, yeah, so I think, yeah, unfortunately. Okay. I'm raising it up the ranks, though, on the... <laughs> in, the in the pile. It's, there we go. It's on the top of the sneaking up just rejected a pile. <laughs> Shit, it's above, actually, some of the other stuff I wanted to put in. Mm. All right, my go. Uh, I had mm. one. I had one. What was it? Oh, yeah. So we've got to cut the children that we love. Uh, i got to go Time Crisis. I yes, I agree. Absolutely because how are we even going to play crisis. it? No, there's arcades. I've, I've got an arcade that has Time Crisis. I absolutely adore Time Crisis. Yeah, so we'd have really to go, go to an arcade lockdown to play that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> break down lockdown just for that. I agree. Um, In Sydney, yeah. I think you're actually allowed to go to the arcade. It's bizarre. What I know. Um, yeah, just before uh, Mike interrupted, and you're well and truly back to your interrupter in chief title. Um, yeah, this game was unreal. Like, it was so cool. This and Point Blank were just. As far as gun games and maybe House of the Dead, that was just the fucking peak yeah. period of like light gun games in the arcade. And I, I, in a way, I think light gun games have just so fallen away because of the technology you have at home with, you know, LCD, flat panels, stuff like that it doesn't support it. So it, I think it's really killed the arcade version of these games. All uh, right. I think we, Nick, we take it up. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic game. Love that game. Love that game. <laughs> oh. I'm also going to put it up. Oh, okay. So, Ridge Racer. Wait, is that a game you love? I did very much so on PlayStation, yeah. I like how he protects all of his shitty games. No, 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 no. They're not shitty games. Is Beavis and Butthead legitimate? Is that literally going to be? Beavis and Butthead still? Because it's a legitimately great game. Shut up. Is there any universe that's going to be in our top 10? No. Okay. What? The same. It's gone. That's your pick, Mike. What? Are you serious? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Keep it near the top because that might be the one where I shove it in. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Uh, uh, uh. Really? Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Okay. Back. As, what, as... The, what, the, what the hell is he? Is, okay. Is the game. Okay. I'm going to think about how this is going to work. <laughs> okay. The way we're going to do this is I'm doing rules on the fly. I don't know if I want this rule, actually. I was just thinking about it. Let's just keep. I think let's just keep going. What we what we're doing. I'm thinking if someone does something so insane, I'm like, we should be able to burn our own choice to remove it. it. No, no, you can't. Maybe if two people go against it, they have one choice and they have to be able to. Okay, so all right, let's keep going. So, Mike, are you so you're suggesting Ridge Racer? I, you know what, I'm going to agree. Ridge Racer was so important for the PlayStation. Like. Pretty much most PlayStation platforms, and you know, at least for the first few, launched with a Ridge Racer game. Yep. Ridge Racer Type 4 is one, probably my favorite 
racing game outside of like your your arcade uh, Mario Kart stuff. But the original Ridge Racer, kind of like Tekken, was like to me like a rough prototype for where the series would go. Okay, yeah, I'm on the same page. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do we want to just go from the left? Uh, Mike, let's just keep going. Oh, so. Okay. Jumping Flash is a game I, I love, um, but it's not going to make a top 10. Let's be serious. Um, I just wanted to at least just acknowledge that I, that's that's probably the first PlayStation game I ever played, and it was just really, really neat, um, really, really cool and unique, and there have been very few games like the Jumping Flash game since, so yep. I reckon we cut it. All right, okay. cut. Uh, I'm, as the Nintendo shill on the podcast, I think given that we have... Kirby's Dreamland 2 in a top 15, top 10 <laughs> list. I think Kirby's Avalanche we can remove. Very, very cool game, but I just can't see it as a top 10 game. I agree. Uh, I love that game so much. Yeah. Kirby, was it Kirby's? Kirby's, um, not, uh, oh shit, it's in the tip of my tongue. Yeah, so I had another title, but basically it's, it's um, Poyo Poyo. And Poyo Poyo is great. Ghost but Trap, also, Ghost Trap. Ghost yeah, trap. Ghost Trap. But yeah. it's also Poyo Poyo, you yeah, know, okay. so. Sorry, I, like, I agree. we should just call out that, you know, for people who are too young, back, you know, when we were growing up, games would often be called other things in different regions. It's just mm-hmm. really strange. And yeah, then, Like Resident Evil and Biohazard. Well, yeah. uh, not, not really like that. I'm talking about, like, English releases. So Kirby's Avalanche was US and then for us it was Kirby's Ghost Trap. But that's also weird uh, for us because... Okay. We grew up as well playing emulated stuff. So then I started to yeah. learn the new, or the, you know, the US names of things as well. So, yeah. all right, that's confusing. Cool. Uh, that was me. So you're right, next, Mike. Uh, question about well, Killer Instinct. Can we just is, call out, just call out yeah. quickly. So one, two, three, four, five, six games left. Okay. Quick question about Killer Instinct. Is yep. that just the, the SNES version specifically yeah. that year? Yeah, specifically that. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if it's a version that, are these it's, games you love? I feel like you're you're picking no, everyone did, else's I games. No, I did, but I, I can't. I can't say I loved the SNES version specifically. So, <laughs> did you have you ever played the SNES game? I have. I I, I have a SNES. <laughs> okay. So, but the, but the that particular game on particularly on SNES, I don't know. It's it's not. It was a real release, so to speak, right? So it wasn't really the SNES. Like the SNES version. The SNES version is basically considered to be the major release of that game by most mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I it would was definitely consider it like super, super, like, massive, that game, when it came out. Um, this, it came with an awesome soundtrack. I love Killer Instinct. So we got to keep it then. I don't think it's going to no. make our top 10. Uh, yeah, I think given the other games that you've you guys have whacked into the top 10 as well. Mm. So we have yeah. 15 in the top 10 and then we've got six on the outer. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. we take it. Ugh. I still feel like it might come back, but yeah, okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, keep it, keep it near the top-ish. Because, yeah, combo it breaker. Might, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might come back up. Okay, um, I'm going to bring it up again. Let, I think we need to get rid of Command & Conquer. Okay, um, fine. I just think that on, there's just too many, on. too much other stuff. It's so. a tough one because between that and Warcraft 2... If we're going to have to pick one, it's going to probably be Warcraft 2. That, so. that was my thinking. So I actually originally yeah. had Command & Conquer like kind of above Warcraft 2, and then I'm like, nah, Warcraft 2. I played that a lot. And then Red Alert mm. is just so much better in my mind that I All can't right, shake it. Oh, geez, sorry. No, I'm just trying um, to just push this along. Breath of Fire 2. I think we should remove that. Wait. 
Man, that's such a good game. It is such a good game, but I have to look it up. Unfortunately, it's Chrono Trigger Secret of Evermore. I love those games more. Well, yeah, so, Earthbound, you've got like a shitload of RPGs. Oh, I don't love Earthbound more than Breath of Fire 2. No, I'm sure. just saying that, you know, in the relative scheme of things and then what our own preferences are and everything yeah, as a okay. collective. It's, okay. just, yep. it's not going to be your in your top two, potentially even, of RPGs. Breath of Fire 2 is also pretty slow to start, so... Um, yeah, let's cut. Oh, we're down to three. So we've got, what is this? Dark Seed 2, Virtual Fighter 2, and The Dig. All right, Mike. Ooh. At some point, you're going to have to pick one of these PC games. I know, I know. So, God damn it. Yeah, the you can't dig. have a hundred of these PC games in the list. I uh, know I can't. So, so the problem is a lot of, of point-and-click games came out that year. Mm. And really good ones too, like The Dig, Full Throttle, Dark Seed 2. I have no mouth. Uh, yeah. Look, as much as I really want to play it again and maybe even try to make you guys play it, I'm going to have to take out Dark Seed 2. Dark Seed 2. So Dark yeah. Seed 2 was the HR Geiger style one, was it? Yes. Yeah. But it was a sequel to the original, more realistic looking. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, funny, with all out. these lists, we've just been taking Tough everything. One. We could have just removed everything. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, so my choice, um, unfortunately, I'm going to choose Virtual Fighter 2. To remove, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic game. Um, it's probably the game I, like, I played the original the most in the arcades, but number two stepped it up so much. But we've got to cut this stuff, you yeah, know? We've yeah. got to cut it. Uh, I love Virtual Fighter 2, but we've got to cut it. Yeah, I had it on my list as well, but... Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess we remove it. It's tough because as soon as you remove it, you kind of don't think about these games at the bottom that have been dragged down. Yeah. I don't even really know the dig, uh, so I can't really comment really on cool it. Really cool adventure game. LucasArts, yeah. Yeah. I think at this point I just expand it's everything a- out, right? So yeah. let's just make this yeah, a 16. Yeah. And let's yeah. try to nail it down to six. Um, yeah, I'm, I never got a chance to play the dig. I know it's very well regarded, but the, the thing is there's to me – a, a LucasArts game that I'm very, f- very fond of in this list already. Yes, yes, yes. In Full yeah. Throttle. So if I'm going to choose any LucasArts adventure game, I'm going to choose Full Throttle to be here. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, that's the thing with me as well. I don't know if you just want to cut it straight now. I love the dig, but we can't have 50 different point-and-click adventure games on this list. So <laughs> yeah. there's well, we can kill three. The there's three. We can kill there's the three. three. Would you want to kill the so. dig then? I'll... Reluctantly, yes. Okay. Okay. So we're down to 15 now, people. Very reluctantly. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm just resizing these things so that we can see it a little bit clearer. Now, I'm, I'm suggesting we do something a little different. Do we want to see if there's any games that we all have on our list? Well, that's exactly what I was going yeah. to do. So this cool. is the six, yeah? This okay. is the six. So yeah. top six. No debate. Just like, is it on yes or no? Move on. Yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> do it yeah. like that? Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, would you want to just quickly rotate through or should I just read them all out or what should we do? Just go one by <laughs> one and maybe we'll see if it's all on our list. Well, I'll skip yep. the ones that aren't on my list, so I won't even okay. say them, okay? Okay. Okay. Full throttle? Full throttle's on mine. Yep, on mine as Okay, so that's in the six already. Maybe. That's not 100% definitive, by the way. Chrono Trigger? It's on mine. Mine list. Uh Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. It's on mine. Quick, Mike. And by the way, when I say on mine, mine, it's in, okay, it's move in on. my 10. It's Yoshi's in my Island. 10. 
It's in oh, my no, no, 10. I'm doing six, Swinny. I'm doing six. Because <coughs> um, I just want to just cut some of them out so then we well, can. Well, then Chrono Trigger's not on my six. Whoa. All right, no comment. That's what I said. So full throttle. I'm moving this out then. Full throttle is. I'm moving full throttle back out. Full throttle's on my six. Yeah. No, but it's not on my six. Uh, Yoshi's <laughs> Island. Yoshi's <laughs> Island. Wait, wait. Sorry, we, right, right. Let's clarify. Let's clarify. We're doing it's in our ten or in our six. Huh? Are we doing it's in our ten list? It's, it's or in, in, it's our, in our six list. It's in our six list. Okay, now I've got to order my just. No, it doesn't need to be in order. It's just what's in the six. No, I have to order so I can read it. Okay, sorry. Yoshi's Island. Yeah, that's definitely my top. It's not in my top six. Earthbound. Not in my top six. Not in my top there's, six. So there's no six games. I don't know if we, we have all any. We only have our top six. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, <laughs> we are, okay, so it. everyone, we're two hours into this podcast, and I feel <laughs> no. like this is going to go for five hours this now. Mm. So okay. <laughs> I was going to say, what's your argument for Tactics Sogain to it? Oh, I just, I love Tactics games, and this was one of the preeminent Tactics games. Didn't come out in uh, in the west but has been translated and everything like that and yeah it's just mm. one of the one of the top tactics games from that era it's kind of like predating um final fantasy tactics do you think it's going to hang with <coughs> the other rpgs rpgs in this list well oh, it's it's different i know it's an rpg but it's a different sort of gameplay style as well but do you think it's going to hang with chrono trigger and and you know i guess Earthbound and all that stuff uh i'd, I'd put it above all but two Okay. I'd eliminate Secret of Evermore first before that one. Yeah, that's not happening. Well, no, I'm just saying you're asking the question. All right, do you want to do top 10s then? What's in the top 10? All right, that, I think that makes sense. <laughs> okay, so, full throttle. I think full we throttle is in the top it. 10. Yeah. Chrono Trigger World said it. Okay, so yep. Chrono Trigger is in the top 10. <laughs> back, yeah. to, back to the drawing board. Donkey Kong Country 2. Yes, in my top 10. Mike, no, quick, just, just say it, yes no, or no. No, it's not good. I okay, don't really no, no, we'll move on. Worms. Games in there, so. Yes. Yes. Okay. I can't believe Worms is there, but not fucking Donkey Kong Country 2. <laughs> Moving on. I said no comment. No comment. Uh, Yoshi's Island. Yes. Quick, Mike. Is this yes or no? G- yes. No, is no, it in no, your top it's 10? It's not. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. Well, then that's the answer, yes. you idiots. No. <laughs> Earthbound. Earthbound. Yes. Never played it, but yes. Uh, okay. This, is it in your top 10, Mike? Have you got a top 10 my, list? It, I feel like you're just making it up. I, as okay. we go. No, 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 it is. I want, but I've never played it, but I want to play it. So it's in my top okay. 10 because I heard so much about it. So just to recap for people. So Full Throttle, Chrono Trigger, Worms, <laughs> yeah. and Earthbound. Four games are in yeah. the okay. top 10 sphere. Warcraft 2. No. Uh, that's not in my top 10. Oh, well, I think I feel like we should eliminate that. If it's in either top tens, sure. I mean, it's in my top four, but oh, yeah, okay, okay. Let's take that. Mm. But see, the well, problem no, no. is if you guys are top very four, heavily SNES <laughs> biased. Well, well that's so... why we've got the one game to whack in as well. But let's just there's, keep it. You it's... say that, and there's two PC games in on the right already. So true. Yeah, okay, actually. fair enough. Okay, so World of Warcraft two has to go out then. If you guys don't have what well, doesn't have to go out? World of but... Warcraft two. What? Sorry, Warcraft. Earthworm Jim two. Earthworm Jim two. Mike. Uh, FOM Gym 2 is is uh, very high for me. So uh, Okay, Mike. Mortal Kombat 3? What are we doing with that one? The Mortal Kombat 3 is way out of the list for me. It's out of my list too, so... It's not for me, but put it up with Warcraft then. It okay. fits okay. the same sphere, so... And I think Earthworm Gym 2 sounds the same because that's definitely not in my... T- anywhere near my top... It's not even my top 18. 
Oh, that's that's travesty, man. So I, I I'd like to have I have no math now on my screen, but I don't feel like you guys have that. But do you have that in top? Like I don't never played it. That's part of the yeah. Problem. That's an unfortunate part for me as well. But is it high on your list? <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's not. Uh, the problem is, like at least Warcraft Two, you're like that's fourth, right? That's different. Yeah. So I've got heroes as well. So if I had to if I had to eliminate one right now, it'd have to be that purely because you guys want. Well, have it. I could force it in as as my my one, but let me let me make it small. Let's make it small. It won't. I'm not going to add it. I'm controlling this. I'm not going to fucking. What do you mean? It's an awesome point. Sorry, edit. I'm going to fucking you know unilaterally decide. I'm going to suggest something to cut if you want. Just to kind of just to get. I know what you're going to say, Swinney. I know what you're going to say. I love this game. I know what you're going to say. I love it so much, but Kirby's Dreamland too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I love it so much, but. It's not going to hang with the other games. I know. Well, it got a good, good fair shake. Got a I fair shake. I just know it. I'm going to say, and this hurts me, second to Tetsu 3. I agree. I don't love it more than Secret of Evermore. And I think that is a bit of bias because, you know, I didn't play it at the time because it didn't come out over here. Okay. Right, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Getting there. Mike, Heroes of Might and Magic. Ah, uh, it's one of my faves. Uh, like, can I can I add one thing? Okay, so like, let's be real. There's no way that Donkey Kong Country Two and Yoshi's Island isn't going to be in the top ten. Are we all? Yeah, there like, is. Nah, no way, man. Well, no, but well, okay. Um, so for people who haven't, yeah, those games are probably going to be in the top ten because it's in Indigo on my top ten. Hmm. So I'd say that if two people have it in the top ten, then it should probably be on maybe in the middle. Maybe, Consideration let's the middle. at least, yeah. Maybe let, let's, let's put those, it here. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I think that works. That works. <laughs> well, look, I acknowledge they're great games, hey. but you oh, guys okay. are very heavily SNES biased because that's yeah, what you played are. during that yeah. era. Yeah, and that was PC the biggest games, platform. So. We are. I'm not going to well, lie. It's. I think there's a million people who have been inspired by Yoshi's Island and Donkey Kong Country too. I'm not so sure about, you know. There was a might of magic. Are you serious? No, I was going to say this one. What is it called? I have no mouth and I must scream. Yeah, look, I think that's going to have to go out because there's no way it's, right, it's going to pass with you guys. So as much as hey, I want don't it don't say it. we're not we're not like we played PC back then as well. This dude, still, there's two PC games that are in the top ten. So basically, we only need to cut two more. Yep. And then we need to figure out the oh, six. Oh, is that how we... Yeah, I guess you're right, actually. So Tactics Ogre. Let's, re- let's revisit that one. <laughs> how much do you really care about that game? Did you play it back in the day I don't so much? And I, don't I don't care about, about it at all. I don't yeah. even... Yeah. You guys are haters, man. For me, it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I just don't... It's not like... We have to cut good games. Yeah, going to have right? to cut them. Okay. We cut a few of my faves. Right, I'll put it down. I'll put it down. Okay. Last. I cut Kirby. You pricks. <laughs> put it over the Split. big big weekend gaming logo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. Now it's by weekend gaming. So <laughs> by, uh, hey, we'll get a bigger audience, I reckon. <laughs> all right. So Mortal Kombat 3. Oh, man. Yeah. I, dude, I don't have it in my 18. Like, look, Sweeney. I know. That was probably that was my, so... my favorite. I will put I know. these. No, Mortal Kombat 2 is way better, uh, in my view, than Mortal Kombat 3. 
Mortal Kombat 2 we're having a different conversation for me but I put Mortal Kombat 3 was such a huge game at the time I got nothing to say about Heroes of Might and Magic Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad game right but I 100% put World of War uh, fucking now I'm doing all your thing (laughs) Warcraft 2 Earthworm Jim and Secret of Evermore ahead of Mortal Kombat 3 for me personally Mortal Kombat 3 is really high on my list fuck well okay let's talk about these other games then Secret of Evermore what do you think about that Mikey have you ever played that? No, I haven't. <laughs> that game, let I, that yeah. game is not getting cut. Let me just put it that way. Oh, so, oh. Um, all right, let's cut Mortal Kombat three. I'm, right, I'm, I'm more passionate about Secret of Evermore than I am Mortal Kombat three. Right. Sorry, it was just even sorry, threatening. It, like, it goes away. Sorry, Smoke. <laughs> sorry, Cyrax. And uh. Uh, it's a great game, but it just to me not even as good as right. the predecessor. So we've got our ten, by the way. Oh, have we? Yeah. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. So, okay, where we're at, listeners, uh, Heroes of Mind Magic, Earthworm Jim 2, Warcraft 2, Secret of Evermore, Yoshi's Island, Donkey Kong Country 2, Full Throttle, Earthbound, Worms, and Chrono Trigger. Now what we need to do is pick six nominees, then they are locked in. They're locked in at that point, yeah? That's what we're doing. Yeah. And then after that process, we have to do 7, 8, 9, 10, and we all have one veto vote to whack a game in if we want to do that. And be an so asshole. I reckon we, <laughs> I reckon we have to lock in the ones that got all three in our top ten. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, to me, that's an easy solution. Yeah, that's, that's an easy. I solution think Chrono Trigger it cannot possibly not be. I think. Look, I understand it's not in your top ten, Swinney. No, it is in my top ten. Sorry, on top six. I like. Let me have this argument. I understand it's not in your top six, but I think it would be ridiculous if we try to decide the best game of 1995 when we don't have a game and i'm not saying it's my favorite game but i we don't have a game in there that is considered by a lot of people as their favorite game of all time forget about 1995 (laughs) i just think that would be a ridiculous thing to do that we have a oh here's our six nominees and chrono trigger is not even there it'd be like idiotic I, i think i'd like to also point out that some people think beavis and butthead (laughs) <laughs> was their favorite game of 1995? Really, what do you think of what I'm saying? They can't even have it. There's seven games here that I like more than Chrono Trigger. But you Ooh. understand what I'm saying, Swinney? Yeah, I understand. But this is like I'm not going to lie. Chrono Trigger. I I appreciate Chrono Trigger. I'm not a huge fan of Chrono Trigger. Uh, I would love to replay it. Don't get me wrong, and I plan on replaying it as part of this. Um, I understand why it's so beloved um it's just to me these games i love more you know but still my argument that how can we consider what the the best game of 1995 is when it's not compared to chrono trigger at some point mike what do you think (sighs) i feel like i feel like chrono trigger is one of the games we have to do Okay, then then it's one of the games. All right, so our first nominee is Chrono Trigger. I am unhappily happy happy to concede Warcraft 2 if we have to. Oh, I'm not. (laughs) It's a top six. Nah, no way. The problem is there's really hefty competition. (laughs) I reckon Worms need to be in our six. I'm on board with that. I'm on board yeah. with that. I love Worms. I think Worms yeah, is one of the greatest same. multiplayer, local multiplayer games ever. 
a lot of people with the current day style of worms are probably wondering, <laughs> thinking we're insane. Yeah, I know. What, what the fuck, mm. this Worms Rumble game? What the fuck are these but idiots doing? The original Worms and, you know, some of the some of the sequels were so good and yeah. they were just like playing the original Worms on PC was one of some of my favourite gaming moments yeah, yeah, in yeah. that, like not just that year, but in that like the, the next few years after just like naming your own teams and going yeah, 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 maze yeah. place. <laughs> yeah. And I had, I had my team based on like Arnold Schwarzenegger films. And <laughs> yeah. It was just oh, was such cool. a good game. Very like cool. honestly, I could still play worms to this day. And still mm. well, no, you can't because I bloody bought worms to play with you and you still haven't played with me. Yeah. You keep saying that. I don't I even think know I have it as well, about. actually. <laughs> What do you mean you don't know what yeah. I'm talking about? I'm going to search for it. We, we, anyway, that's not what we're anyway, talking about, We take about, extensive man. notes. So I, <sighs> look. So where we're up to? Where we're up to? We've only got two games in our top yeah. six nominees. So this so is really Trigger controversial Worms. to say, but as much <coughs> as I love Full Throttle, I I don't know if it's, if it's going to be a top game in the end. Amazing game. Loved it to bits. Super fun memories. But I don't know. Because this, this, this is really tough now. There's too many good games here. I There's think no the, replayability. Is, what, I what think, do you think? Uh, I, I think it's in, it's in my six, but I, I... Same. I think it's probably a good placement for it, you know, in the, like, let's say, you know, in the last, in the, Seven, the eight, other nine, four ten. kind yeah. of is, is all right. But mm. um, I'd be all right with it in the six, so... To me, like that's not very definitive what you just said. <laughs> no, but I'm just like to me, it is like a good number six game. But it's you know, borderline. Mm. You're saying, yeah. There's so many other good number six games. Is the problem? Mm. Thing is, there's games on here that <sighs> I absolutely love that you guys just don't love. So it's like, mm. oh no, I don't, well, yeah. Look, probably Earthworm Jim Two is the only one that I don't love. I think it's a great game, but yeah, I don't, I don't love, love it. it. I think it's great too. Oh, but I love, I love game. Secret of Emerald. I do love that game. All right, then um, this is how tough about, business. How about we chuck in Yoshi's Island? Come on, it's got to be in there. Oh, it's it's got to be like that's it's got to be in the six. I'm telling you now, it is in the six. Well, I think that mm. as there well. There's like, no ooh, way we leave without that in the six. Partially, the whole ooh. reason why I picked 95 is to compare Chrono ooh. Trigger, Yoshi's Island, and Donkey Kong Country 2. Yeah, it's <laughs> Indigo. Is it in? Well, for me it is, but then I don't want to also just feel like, you know, this actually happened to me last time with you two idiots, where I was on the outer, <laughs> and then I had no fucking way to. There's you know, no idiots Portal here. Two. Portal Two. Portal Two is not there's top no, six there's game. No idiot, there's no idiots here. Anyone we who disagrees not, with me is an we idiot. We do not insult each other into God. <laughs> yeah. uh, Yoshi's Wait, Island. How long have you known me? Thirty years. I think you know Yoshi's that. That's my MO. <laughs> Yoshi's Island is hundred percent a top six for me. Yeah, it's it has to be Mike. Sorry, it has to be Mike. It has to. Dude, top six, top. I you know much I higher than I can't argue with you guys. I mean, I'm, it's not. I'm, I have no affinity for it, but I get it. You guys have fond memories of it. You, I say this, Mike. I say this. We have to put Donkey Kong Country two in, but let's. You know, we do feel we like have to. Why yeah, do we, we have oh, to? We have to sell we it to me. To. Sell it to me. Well, number one, we have always since the start of the podcast debated: Is Yoshi's Island better than Donkey Kong Country two? They're pretty different games. Actually, Yoshi's Island kind of is, you know, uh, it's almost like came about because of what uh, Rare was doing with Donkey Kong Country 1 as well with the Mm. graphics. And just to me, they're just peak platforming. Like they're probably the two 
of my favorite platformers. Maybe not mm-hmm. necessarily the best ever, but definitely my favorite platformers of all time. And I just think, again, it's that whole thing of like, if we take a step back, it's like, are we not going to compare these games? It just seems insane to me. But what I'm saying is, as a bargain, I reckon we pull one of your PC games through to the top six. Oh, really? What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Swinney? Um, well, I definitely don't have reverence for Warcraft or Heroes Might Magic, but I'm not the only vote here. Um, I understand how important Warcraft 2 was, don't get me wrong. Um, I just don't have a love for the game. I feel like... So I feel like between them, purely because you also wanted to include Warcraft into God. Yeah, I'm, it's I'd be happy have to be Warcraft instead of Heroes. Even though personally, I think I probably enjoyed Heroes more. But well, I'd probably say Full Throttle out of the three <sighs> PC games. Oh, so let's drag okay. the PC games. So these are the PC games. Yeah, and then here's the the Super Nintendo games. <laughs> Full Throttle's the only PC game. Oh, sorry, other than Worms, the only other PC game I have in my 10. Yeah, I had Full Throttle was like six, I think. I, I, I really like Warcraft 2. with the desert area with the road. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like saying, I think, <laughs> I, I feel like we have to include Diddy's, Diddy's Conquest. Then we've only got two more spots left. I feel like yeah, but then one of the with- PC games should slot in. Swinney's not going to let go of Secret of Evermore. No, wait. Let Let's discuss. So, I, I to me, it makes sense to have full throttle, right? Okay. So okay. What do you think, Mike? I think Look, you're more the casting feel, vote on this. I feel like it makes sense to have it because full throttle, or it was a year of it was full throttle. So it was a year of quite a few adventure games, mm-hmm. and that one definitely stood out. So, so that that's representing all the the. The it corp- represents the corpses the of all the other the adventure games. Of the other adventure the, games, the scum almost. games. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there were a lot of good ones, like Beavis and Butthead. But and then do we bring through Donkey Kong Country too? Hundred percent has to be for me. Okay. Okay. I, I, I like, dude. It's it's doesn't for me. It could be in my number one game in that yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. I, I I I I know this is like two against one, <laughs> but but it genuinely is one of my favorite games of all That's time. That's fair enough. Okay, this is a tough one. So, so now we've got one left. So yeah. I know, look, I know FM Gym 2 is not going to get in, right? So like, let's not even bother discussing that. It's not going to get in. Yeah, I'll put it down here not. for now. I'll no, block- no. Wait, wait. That's still, it's still in the top 10. Um, so FM Gym 2 oh, is, to me, like, I I love FM Gym 1, but it was, there was a lot of weird design choices and a lot of really rough levels in it. FM mm. Gym 2 was... When I played that game for the first time I, and beat it, I was just like, this game is freaking awesome. It's not, I know it's not beloved, um, but I'm really happy that it's at least in our top 10. So, for now. Yeah. But you can I, always pull it well, in as okay, your like special. Let's, let's do it a different way, Sweeney. Let's, let's, let's put the cards on the table. Let's say each person pitch what they think the sixth game should be. You know okay. why? You know what? I was thinking, man, we're running so good on time in this podcast. I like them to be about two hours, and then this is fucked us up, man. This is I knew this enough. wasn't going to be short, man. Oh, it's really hard, man. Um, it's really hard. I, so, do you want to do this? So, Swinney, you go first. Okay. Then maybe Mike, and then I'll go last. All right, I'm going to pitch Secret of Evermore. Is the sixth <laughs> game. Secret of Evermore is one of my favorite games of all time. It is one of my favorite action RPGs of all time as well. Um, 
that no secret like that game is very high on my list um it has some of the coolest atmospheric like music has an awesome alchemy system to it it's the kind of game that i remember so much about it's like burnt into my brain i i beat that game probably about 10 times back in the day i love secret of evermore so much it is like one of the games i'm most passionate about in this entire list mike so you're pitching yours now, Mike, not responding to that. <laughs> I love it. We just always have to coach. Mike, Mike it's an audio, no, 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 audio no, no, podcast. It's, it's just a tough one. It's just a tough well, one. So, got, look, are you ready to go I, then, Intico? Oh. No, no. He's, so, he's so, going to go beavers so, and okay. buttheads. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to, well, I will do that. But I, I am willing to let Warcraft and, and Heroes go. No, but this is your, what you think your sixth game should be. The sixth <sighs> game. You pitch it. You go first. I'm really yeah, this is <laughs> okay. this is a tough one because on one hand, I think you know I I I'd enjoy playing something like Secret of Evermore. Um, on the other hand, a game like Warcraft was was huge, massive impact in in that genre. So, and Heroes, I spent many a, an hours in Heroes. So it's a tough one. So I'm going to say the sixth game should be Earthbound. Oh, so my right. whole dream <laughs> my whole dream was that it's going to be chrono trigger versus earthbound yoshi's island versus donkey kong country 2 and then also the winners out of those games it's like you know is donkey kong country 2 for instance better than earthbound or better than chrono trigger or better than yoshi's island depending on how the cards fall with that and then is it another game you know a full throttle or worms get a sort of pip us to the post i think from like an mm. earthbound perspective you know just the impact that that game has had you know, the follow-on, you know, in so many games that are coming out even recently. I just think, you know, all round, to me, that looks right. It looks right to be in the top six for me. Okay. I, well, yeah, I, that's yeah, why I'm pitched this yet. No, no, I did realise you hadn't pitched yours yet. Quick, no, quick, so, quick. so I will unpitch Heroes. Just to make it easy for us, because we got to decide. Wait, wait, no, pitch the game you want as number six, man. <laughs> Just pick a fucking game. Okay. We're giving Warcraft Mike the vote. Two. <laughs> Warcraft 2. Okay, okay why? Yeah. Because it's a definitive game in the real-time strategy <laughs> genre. And other than the fact that I have many, you're really stretching the length for this show out. Oh, no. with, oh, with zero insight, one. with zero insights. <laughs> you know what, Earthbound, because I've always wanted to play it. Oh, oh wow. Earthbound's it. Earthbound's it. Earthbound, I, I gotta say, Strenny, sorry, Earthbound. I think it's in the top six. He said it. He said it. I think it's in the top six. Um, All right, we have to move on. So, this is these so, are these are our top six nominees. Right. So each one of us can now put in a game now. So this is the 7 to 10 so far, right? So these okay. are our 7 to 10. But now, can I swap something out? Well, so you have the ability to whack yeah. something in. But okay. then we have to remove something. So this is going to be a, okay. a painful well, process. Can I, can, I, can I just remove now, something and put something in instead? To no, make you it can't remove it. You can only quicker? say it's going in. Okay, Beavis and Butthead's going in. No, it's not. It's not going in. Dude, really? It's a good nah, game. Nah, sorry. So No, nah, no way. No way. No, I'm picking it. No. Nah. No, that's my choice. You don't you don't get to dictate. Nah, dictate. Not gonna happen. Mike, no, jokes aside, is I'm it not literally... even kidding. Yes. 
I played it. I loved it. I'm putting it in. It actually does have good reviews. <laughs> it's, it's a good game. It's Ugh. a really cool game. So I don't. Uh, I, I feel extremely uncomfortable with this. Ah, uh, I don't know, Mike. Like, did it really review well? I don't care if it reviewed well. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but this is a, this is like we're gonna bump out a game like Warcraft Two or Secret of Evermore or Earthworm Jim. Or, you know, Heroes of Mind Magic to make way for Beavis and Butthead. It happens. It's not a joke. It's not a joke to me. What's your view, Swinny? I, if Mike is not joking, then I respect, then I respect his wishes. Look, I'm not, I'm not joking, but if it's going to mean bumping out something like Warcraft. Of course that's what it means. It's not as good of a game as Warcraft. So therefore, no, I'm not going to. But I still want to well, make it, you guys play it. <laughs> so, uh, is this like a legit thing or what? It's a legit thing. It's a really cool game. Yeah, I'm sure it's actually probably a good game. I can't judge it. It's I've a- never played it, but it just seems like a ridiculous idea over these other games. <laughs> and by the way, all these other games were eliminated. <laughs> you know, that was like Beavis. Oh and no, Beavis. I didn't. I didn't want that one eliminated. You eliminated Beavis and Butthead. No, but are, are you in. seriously <laughs> saying it's better than you know? Like Mech Warrior 2, Killer Instinct, Mortal Kombat 3. Yes. To, to me, it was. Yeah. To me, it was. It's way and more it's, memorable. So it's a point and click. So it's better than the DIG. Well, it's, with, it's a point and click with more elements added to it. Like, I remember there's a part where you can spit at people from, from the roof. And you got to, like, aim and. <laughs> to God's face, right? <laughs> spit at people and stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm always going. I want the community's involvement. Should we? Should we? Should we give Mike like half votes for these things? <laughs> Don't give him that much power. So, uh, Mike, what are we doing? Come on, the show's like getting insanely long now. Okay, okay. How about how about this? How about this? It's not out, but all of us get one game that we'd like the other person to experience. No, no, we're not. Come playing on. Not I already said we, we have voting. to play the top six. No, as a side we don't have thing, to play seven to ten. No, as a side thing. As a as a <laughs> this is a move game on, move that on, move on. I really wanted, but you guys eliminated it. But I'd really like you guys to play it. You know what I mean? We all have one of those games. I know we do. Well, this, I'll play, I'll this play game... a tactics game, for example. <laughs> I'll play it. I play. It, I'll play it just to see what it's like. All right, Mike. Come on, we got to move on. This is getting ridiculous. Right. I'm happy. Honestly, I'm happy with this list and the honorable mentions. Yeah, you could probably leave it as is, actually. Yeah, I was going to be... This is why I kept Tactics Ogre over here. I was going to force it in. But I think that would be like a... Like, even for me, it's too much of an asshole move because then we have to remove one of these games. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like Earthworm Jim should be there. I think the whole veto thing worked when we did the shortlist last time. I don't think it works because we went through the process in detail this time, if you know what I mean. So I think that's really good. And when eventually, when we go to do it, we'll, you know, I'm assuming we'll, we'll obviously come up for the top six ranking. I'd like to rank those honorable mentions as well. So we end up having a top 10. Yeah, no, no, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with this. All right, let's obviously, do that. Let's obviously, do that. I would have, obviously, I would have loved Secret of Evermore. It's literally second on my list. Um, but I understand that we went through a process to get those six. But hang and, on. It, it is quite possible that you and I play Secret of Evermore again and I go, oh, my God, it's the most amazing game of 1995. That'll be seventh. Really? Yeah, we're locking this. 100%. 100%. So the rules are we have mm. to play the top six, have to all play the top six, 
And then the seven to ten, it's up to you if you want to play it or not. Like better if we all play it, but no, no force. And we'll mm-hmm. we'll rank it. So these are all ranked, uh, the top six from one to six, and then we're ranking seven to ten, seven to ten. And okay. I, for anyone that obviously like, there's a lot of people that love the games that got cut. You know, we cut tech and we cut bloody Mortal Kombat. Mm. Where we cut some really beloved games, and unfortunately, there's there's just the what happens when you have to choose the top games mm. of the year. Um, you're gonna have to cut stuff. Swinny yeah. and I apologize profusely, and Tigard doesn't give a shit because he's an asshole. Well, but it's also it's our list, and you know, every like this is not my top six. Nominees. He's not denying it. He's not denying it. <laughs> well, it's got to be true to oneself. Um, but you know what I mean. Like I wouldn't necessarily have all these games in my top six. You know, and I, I'm sure we're all the same with that. So yeah, of course. Yeah, I had a different top six. Did but- we? I just did. We want to quickly say um, how many people, like, out of the ten games that they had listed personally, how many games didn't make it. So uh, out of my, no, I think we're already. Top, I think we're already going pretty long. So. No, I just want to say, <laughs> like, right, out, of, right. out of my top ten, only two games didn't make it. So I'm, I'm really happy with this list overall. Well, so. Tactics okay. Ogre was in my top five. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, that's weird. That's weird to me. Tekken, you do, you do you. Tekken was <laughs> up there as well. I, I, and that was kind of acknowledging that it's not the best, but I think it's also just the impact that that game had. Like it is the definitive 3D fighter. And this was the first game and it took the arcades by storm and, you know, it was huge on the PlayStation. So, you know, that was in my top 10 for sure. Ooh. I think it goes without saying that Beavis and Butthead was legit in my top six. But, you know. I, I, I'm always tempted to play this game to see if it's... Because if it's actually good, I'm going to, like, go, shit. Okay. <laughs> if, it's, if it's trash, I will never respect your opinion again. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, we got it. We got this. Cool. We got this. So this is what yes. it is. So just to recap, our top six in no particular order for nominees for a game of some other year, which we will determine at the end of the year, is Chrono Trigger, Worms, Yoshi's Island, Full Throttle, Donkey Kong Country 2, and Earthbound. Honorable mentions: Seven to Ten, Warcraft Two, Heroes of Might and Magic, Earthworm Jim Two, and Secret of Evermore. Cool. All right. Well, let's round out the show. Uh, next week, we will be reviewing, retrospecting, thinking about Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. So, Mike, I don't know if you've already bought it. You need to break your rule and buy it if you haven't. <laughs> well, I didn't review the previous DKs like you guys did. So okay. So, Mike, we'll continue being lazy. This one. <laughs> Uh, and as always, rate, review, support us, follow us, you know, ring that bell, do all that good stuff. With that, bye-bye. See ya. Adios.